pre-show's over. Let's kick this pig off. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday night, a little bit late tonight, 9.30 Mountain Standard Time. This is a mm-hmm. Pixel Response Podcast, as you were just told. As always, I'm your host, Paul. With me is Nathan. Hey, I'm kind of the hey. reason it's late. Sorry, Hey, y'all. well, kind of. I, we just finished Risk of Rain about 40 minutes ago. Oh, okay. So, really good run, actually. We did uh, the normal difficulty, the one we've been struggling with, kind of, with three people. Yeah, and we finished it. We beat it on oh, the hardest diffi- on the hardest difficulty on ha 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 difficulty. Oh man, I missed I missed that whole thing. I'm, I feel bad now. You um, probably should, but it's okay because we decided that the more people you get in that game, it's actually way harder. <laughs> so okay, so it was so just the, you. It was just me and Sean, and the hard mode will be. When we do that on normal with four people, I think that's going to be really difficult because you split up the money, you split up the items and you split up the experience. But it doesn't like compensate by spawning more guys or something. I don't know. Probably it probably does. Right. Like it has to. It might. But I'm not really sure. Um, Oh, sorry. I'm being told like the lighting in here is kind of weird. I feel that lamp's kind of dim, though. So I, I adjusted the camera and where it's pointing, you know, like film film yeah. style stuff. Uh, sorry to kind of talk about video on the audio archive version. I apologize, but okay, good good for you guys. I applaud your uh, space uh, treasure hunting abilities. It was fun. Um, it was a good time. Cool. I, I felt I bad you couldn't be there with us. I yeah, thought we were a team. I, I tried out doing some like uh, enforcer stuff on my own since we last yeah. played. How did that go? I, I like that class in theory still, but like in practice, it went really bad. Like it was just sure. like, I'm going to plant my shield and I'll be invincible. Right. And then I'll just shoot this Colossus in the knee and kill it. And then it'll be awesome. And then a jellyfish kills you by just and, standing. And on yeah, you. then some tiny dumb thing floats around you and you kind of just die and it sucks. So sure. that that class is either just imbalanced and terrible or it can only roll as part of a unit that will kind of make up for its shortcomings. Sure. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's kind of too bad. And then I played as the bandit again and did a little bit better, but, um, cool. The bandit's real cool. Actually. It's okay. Yeah. He's okay. He's got a hat and he looks kind of Western. So he fits the whole dude ranch thing we're going for. I still like the Marine a lot. He's very just basic. He is basic. I don't know. I kind of wasn't, like, he's all very evasive and rolling around and all that, and that's just, I don't know. That's not what I want to do. I just kind of want to walk up to stuff and mess it up, so... Sure. Yeah. it's. I uh, think we have to unlock more characters to get, like, maybe different play styles. That's kind of part of the reason I was playing on my own, too, is to, like, fix a lot of drones and unlock that robot class, because that looked like something sure. that might be fun to try out. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Overall, like that game, I've definitely kind of warmed up to it more. I still feel it's not like a tightly polished thing. It I is- agree with you. Playing single player is not fun for me at it's all. Kind of, in fact, yeah. I, I the mean, only it's fun time good. I have is playing with game. friends. 
So it's it definitely excels. Like I kind of in that on that front though, wish it had like match, you know, like better matchmaking ways to connect to people. And also, it seems like it's desynchronizing stuff when we're all together. Like it's kind of weird, basic stuff of like dudes snapping around weird, or like I had the problem tonight with just me and Sean that it seems like whoever is hosting just gets fucked. Like their mm-hmm. frame rate goes down because I think they are providing the information for the game for both them and the other people involved. Right. So, so when you get a whole bunch of sprites on the screen, you're fucked. Because Sean wanna... was doing 60 frames a second the whole time. I went down to 20 in the last area. Gross. I yeah. kind of maybe want to try hosting that because like, I did just beef up my internet. So maybe I could be a good host for this game. I don't know. But I'm also It not... would be helpful because then well, I could do the stream part. Yeah, so you'd still be streaming what you're seeing. Right. And what you're seeing and then showing off looks fine, and I'm checking sure. it on the crunch or whatever. So that might be a better way to do it. Uh, but yeah, that's still fun. I still enjoy kind of jumping in there for a little bit with you guys every now and then. Um, that game yep. is enjoyable. Uh, very loose, like, and that's fine. Like It's just kind of like all this roguelike stuff of late, though. Like I always think of like you know Spelunky as kind of the gold standard. And that seems like a very polished, refined thing in a lot of ways, other than that non-transparent HUD issue we always rag on Derek U about. Um, This game definitely seems like more random, like just totally random. Like it's just like, did you get good stuff this time? No. Well, then you're boned and you're boned. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's like no, I don't like I don't feel bad when I die in that game because I'm like, oh, I was so close. It's just like, no, the game just kind of kicked me in the face. So like I just kind of shrug it off pretty easily. Whereas like yeah. Spelunky, it's like no, I shouldn't have. I should have looked before I jumped and I fell on some spikes, or like I aggroed two bats and then kind of ran away and then they snuck up behind me later. Like just dumb shit that I did. This just Spelunky seems- is very fair because you know all the mechanics. Like when you go to a new area, you don't know the behavior of the different enemies but that behavior will never change so as you play through the areas you learn how they will behave how to subvert them completely or to take them on head on if you want to what you're going to need to progress properly or easily and so on and so forth whereas risk of rain is literally like oh you didn't get like a health boosting item like an item that will either boost your health give you a shield or let you regen you're kind of fucked like (laughs) so like, you yeah, just gotta it's be not, really slow. It's, yeah. I definitely still have a good time with it, but I don't look at it as kind of like, this is really, really cr- well considered. Every single thing in this game is perfect. It's like the Binding of Isaac, to be completely honest that way. Is Binding some of Isaac a little goofier? Some Isaac, some Isaac runs can be done very easily, and some you just don't get good items at all, and... Like, what are you going to do? You're not doing very much damage. You're fast as hell, so you can avoid stuff, but, like, it sucks. Like, even though I complain about not getting a jetpack and stuff sometimes, like, you can still make it through that game. It's just less fun. Yeah. But Oh, it's less easy, too. It's less easy as well, yeah. But, um, like, I don't know. Like, I got the closest to a successful hell thing I ever did this past week, and it was after I came back to the game after a couple days. Um... I got the Necronomicon, like made it to the Gold City for the first time on PC. Last time I did that was on PlayStation. Xbox. Oh, PlayStation. Okay. PlayStation. Yeah, I haven't played the Xbox version in a long time. Sure. Um, and I successfully, like, I had sticky bombs and quite a few of them. 
So I successfully like blew up the second Anubis dude that shows up. So I felt okay about that, but then mm-hmm. I basically just screwed up on Olmec. So that was what did you do? Get crushed? No, I. Uh, it was super dumb. It's like you know when he's occasionally when he stomps, like enemies start flying out. You got hit by an enemy. Like I was like getting ready to whip an enemy, and I was like standing right where it landed, so it just hit me. I don't even know what it was. Like it was like probably a spider or something. But it's just like, all right, I'm gonna whip this thing, and I'm dead. Great. Yeah, no, those things hurt you before they become enemies. Yeah. So I had a decent amount of diamonds and gold and stuff, though, so I, I think I was still decent. Um, it was a challenge run, so I was like 260-something But when I did. I did my first challenge run ever in Spelunky today. Oh, you haven't been doing daily challenges? At all. Oh, okay. It was That's the first like my time ever. thing in that game, but okay, cool. Mm-hmm. How'd you do? It, it went very well until I made a stupid mistake and died. Oh, so Spelunky, yeah. I got yeah. all the items I need to progress, like, through secret levels and endgame stuff, including hell. Yeah. Like, I got I got the Ujet Eye. I got a whole bunch. I got left the caves. Did I leave the caves or was I on the last level? I think I left the caves with, like, 50,000 gold or mm. 60,000, something huge. So enough to buy the Ankh and all that. The shopkeepers weren't pissed off yet. I think I even had a jetpack. Like, I had everything. I was good to go. Sticky bombs. And then, like, I got hit by something or something, and a spike trap hit me or something like that. Like, not a spike trap, a tiki trap. Oh, tiki traps are fuckers. I hate them still. Yeah, they can be. I mean, I, I, I know how to approach them a little more confidently now, but, like, they've still just messed me up every now and then. Like, it's just like, ooh! Oh, all right. I got thrown by the spikes and I wasn't quite dead because I had six hearts. But then I bounced into a frog and then something like just those frogs can. No, I remember what it was. Wasps. Wasps. It was wasps. I killed. I like there is maybe, say, eight to nine normal wasps and then the queen bee wasp. Right. Mm -hmm. I killed. If there was eight, I killed six. If there was nine, I killed seven. There was two normal ones left in the hive. Yeah. The queen wasp was dead. Her jelly was at the bottom. I accidentally thought I grabbed a ledge, but I didn't. And I fell all the way to the bottom and died. Gross. damage. That sucks. right beside me was the royal jelly. Yeah. That would have given me points or whatever. It's like four or five hearts or something. Is it five? I thought it was like ten. It's it's sweet. It's awesome. When it's you get huge. it, it's great. But, it's a big um, deal. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's a good game. It's a good game. So, okay. We'll, 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 I'll probably be playing a little bit of that tomorrow. I don't know. We're kind of hashing out plans. I don't want to make too many promises because I'm not yeah, sure what's going to happen. I but, might do it. If you don't do it, I might do it. Like, okay. So, and the reason for that. Be featured. The so. reason for that is I got t-shirts. And yeah. I'm going to show it right here. Oh man, I, I haven't I seen this yet. So you'll see it pretty soon here, but for yeah. There is my Krasnor G t-shirt. I'm pulling it up as much as I can. I'm talking through it now. Okay. So I haven't seen I it have, yet because of lag. Yeah, so you'll see it pretty second. soon here. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so I have my like my shirt, and I have an extra large and two larges to give away. So there's that. Also, awesome. I'll just quickly do this here. In that same package, we got our 
Pixel Response mugs. It's about the size of my hand, a little bit. Oh, it's just bigger. that squinty face. It's so weird. Uh, yeah. Okay. And the then sunshine. I'm not a big fan of how this came out in the print because the red got like the red on the white got a little orangey. So I'm gonna have to make the red darker. So when they print on white, it comes out properly. Oh, for the like, Pixel Response logo. Yeah, this is just like the golf shirt here I'm holding up. Okay. It won't make... And then I got a women's shirt, like a racerback tank top sort of thing, because somebody ordered one, kind of. But no point. The women's one is just a tank top with the logo on the chest, basically. So I'm going to be sending that one out. But I will be sending, at the same time, a winner of Spelunky Bingo... Either a large or an extra large, one of the ones I have here. Okay. You can have a large if you want, but as I was telling Aaron, you probably don't want to wear a shirt with your face on it. <laughs> so. It'd be know. a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. I think we should, we I can't, should wear each other's faces, and that would be funny. But... I do have to find a shirt, like a face or something that I could put on a shirt for me. I think. Yeah. Like, your kind of squinty cigarette one from Skype isn't bad. It's not bad, but the problem is I don't think it's big enough to print on a shirt. Like, the the resolution of the original image isn't good? Yeah. I don't think it's good enough. That's the problem. I'll have to take a look at it. If it is, I'll do it. Why not? Okay. Sorry, Flyzer's freaking out in the chat. When is Blunky Bingo tomorrow? He wants to know. Um, Stay tuned to Twitter. Okay, just Honestly. weird questions happening now. All right, whatever. Settle down. It, they're commercially available via money, so you don't need to do anything weird. About the weird questions about sucking dick and whose they would yeah, suck. Yeah, it's just like you don't so, need to even do that. That's I mean, a requirement. I'm, so. I'm not saying anything specific here. Yeah. But I'm the one with the shirt. So He's got the shirts. It's true. So I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> you are, I guess, is what I'm getting at here. But Krasner G shirts. Actually, it just says Krasner. It doesn't have the G attached to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's cool, though. I, you know, you type Krasner into the internet. That's who you, you find me. So I'd, I'd be cool. People getting out there repping my weird thing. That's that's Sure. It's like, follow this guy on Twitter. What? I don't know. This is weird. But cool. Internet and reality yeah. combined. I can't wait to wear it at work one day and have somebody ask me who that is. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like, oh, it's my it's my friend. <laughs> or you're just like, oh, it's the internet. It's Krasner G. He's this guy. He's from the yeah, internet. why not? It's video then, game personality. Let's see the, just like make the dream a reality. Then the know. problem is I don't want them finding this podcast because I don't know how legal some of the stuff I've discussed about work on here is. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like, <laughs> well, so, you, like technically when I got hired... Your whole book didn't say anything about me talking on a podcast, probably because I'm assuming most of you wouldn't think anyone would have that. But I do. So, you know, you know what else we have for introducing you to this concept? We also have a YouTube channel. We do. It's Game Dudes Silent Hill Edition is ending on Sunday. Oh, wow. The last episode. Get ready. Our 10 hours of hell have almost all been uploaded to the internet for people to watch. So, th- yeah, thanks to anybody who is actually doing that. Um, I appreciate it. There's like a weird black thing on... Oh, it's gone. 
Okay, never mind. Okay. Um, I, I think the worst part is the Sybil bit, so the worst is over. I know there's some weird things towards the, the end, too. The end boss is kind of fucked up, too. It has its own weird quirk, but I was less livid than I was during the Sybil experience. So, Well, you did not call the last boss a cunt. I didn't. So there, yeah, I, there I is that. that. So You didn't say it at all, really. You called her a country western superstar. Or something mostly. Like mostly. I got a little mad once, and I feel kind of bad. But And that's mainly because her number one hit single that chopped all the country western charts, I Take All Your Bullets, yeah. was so big. Like, that's the only yeah. reason why you would call her that, really. So we had so. to go back in time. Like I, I liked our solution. I thought that was good. Once we're fine, she's like, no, we need to go back. And then we got more bullets and stuff. That was that was going to go back in time. Yeah. Um, Viscera, I guess. Is there any more of that or is that over? Viscera game du- or dude ranch stuff has been weekend exclusive. So Saturday, Sunday. OK, gotcha. Yeah. So there is a few a little bit of that. But I think in that regard, I'll go ahead and say here because I don't think I've said it anywhere else besides once on Twitter. We actually have a kind of landing page now where we're putting videos. Because you have your Krasnor G page on YouTube. I have my XFS 1000. We have Game Dudes. And, like, I don't think I'll put them up there. But, like, I have some stuff on Awful Gamers, some collab stuff on there. Like, there's stuff everywhere, kind of. So it just kind of made sense that we would go ahead and maybe make one landing page sort of thing so that people could go there and see everything we're kind of a part of or whatever. So you can visit that if you want at vid.pixel-response.com. That's vid.pixel-response.com. And um, yeah, I realized after kind of doing this weird little header thing that it's like it says basically pixel video response, which yeah. its initials are also PVR which I thought was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. That's, pr- that's pretty good right there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, we're also able to spotlight community members. I'm able to make people contributors on that page if they're already subscribed. So all they have to do is kind of submit a video, and then after we approve it sort of thing, it goes in the community spotlight, so people will be able to see videos that our community members have done too. Oh, okay. Which is cool. There's still work to be done. It's very bare bones, but it it's functional. I think. I don't know. What do you think? I think you uh, saw it, right? I mean, I've never had to like create a website before, so I just appreciate that you're doing that at all. But um, it seemed it seemed good. I don't know. Like I had one weird like doubling. Like I clicked on two videos, and I think they were playing simultaneously, but I couldn't pause I've- it. I got to get rid of it so that you can play a video in the header image because mm-hmm. the problem is if you don't know what you're doing, you go like play and then it kind of scrolls to the next one. So the video has gone and then like it'll play again sort of thing. So I will fix that. But for now, yeah, no. Okay. I don't know. Very basic right now. But yeah, also... Meowth is saying in the chat, there's a sketch she did of us as the game dudes. I haven't seen it then. Was it on Twitter? Yeah, she linked it on Twitter. I can put the link for you. Actually, yeah, 
she tagged you in it, you'll be able to see it on Twitter. But yeah, oh, really? I don't know. At Silent, Hi- Silent Hill is done. And now we don't have anything planned for the next series. And I don't think we're even going to do a full next series like of 100 things or whatever. But I don't know. I think we're in discussions, right, about what we want to do. Do I have a bow tie on? Okay, I'm just looking at (laughs) it. You're looking at the picture, right? Yeah, Dude Ranch. I wish my hat said Dude Ranch on it, but Dude Ranch Enterprises. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm all about, is repping that brand, even if people are annoyed about it on their risk of rain. I want to know what's on my hat. Like, what am I repping with my hat? Oh, on your hat? Yeah, like flies. I guess I'm a fan of flies sometimes, maybe. Oh, Not really. I kind of think they're gross. Flies are pretty gross. Sorry, it's not on screen anymore. But um, okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for doing that. That's that's pretty that's pretty great. Yeah, that's great. Um, there we go. Sorry, I'm trying to think what I wanted to like start talking about. I, I, I played this DS game a lot. Yeah. Um, is that okay if I just kind of elaborate on some of that? Yeah, but you, I might talk about... go ahead. you might want to go ahead and say the name of the DS game. <laughs> no, I'm just going to talk about it and people will figure it out. It's kind of part of the game. Um, okay. No, it's, it's fine. It's it's 999, nine, nine, nine yeah, hours, okay. nine persons, nine doors. Nine doors, so, yeah. Axis Games uh, came out like three years ago, four years ago. Um, Did I talk about it on here? On this? No. Did I elaborate? Okay. Probably um, T- TDP. Yeah, I talked a bit about it there, but it's kind of a known quantity there because Sean played it. So I'm kind of just like, yeah, I think it's cool. This thing happened. So I haven't really. Um, This game is very much like a graphic, like, well, I guess an interactive graphic novel kind of thing, like a choose your own adventure book kind of thing. Essentially, you're mostly reading and periodically there are adventure game style puzzles. Um, But I don't know. I guess I got really caught up in it because it's like reminding me of horror movie type stuff i like like specifically cube came to mind or saw i guess to a lesser extent but it's basically like you're a dude trapped in like this weird labyrinth designed by this psychopath as far as you know like at the beginning it's just like you wake up in a room and it's like oh we're on this ship and then like mysteries keep being revealed and the part about it that's kind of the most unique i guess is um the game basically requires that you go through it several times, but it's, it's for a reason. Like they kind of, you're, you're building more and more knowledge across all these playthroughs that enable you to kind of find the correct path or whatever. I ended up using okay. a walkthrough, um, for parts so you, of it. Just, so you cheated. No, cause it, it's, it's, it's literally like I didn't initially, but then I went down the exact same path twice inadvertently and that's just right. frustrating. And then you decided to cheat. Then you decided to cheat. Nathan, how much do you like that pumpkin you are eating? You cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Uh, it tastes pretty good. Um, do you like a, pumpkin pie? I do like pumpkin pie. Um, good, because you're a cheater. I am, yeah. <laughs> There's a spoiler-free <laughs> walkthrough out there. And also, kind of, the most important part is just kind of a flow chart that shows you kind of just how to go down the path. And then you can elect to solve all the puzzles yourself, but it's just to kind of remove as much trial and error as possible from the game. 
and I was totally okay doing that. Like, it, I still ended up playing it, like, seven or eight times or something. Like, I, I elected to see every single ending. There's six distinctly different endings. And last night, it was kind of getting down to the point where it's like, well, I could just go see the true ending, but I'm kind of curious about this other one, and maybe it will reveal some more about this character or something. Like, I want to see that. So I ended up going by no, down both of them. One was a complete waste of time. The other one was actually kind of cool. It was, it was it was a bad ending, but it was like it, like it's literally <laughs> bringing me back to like the choose your own adventure books where you kind of want to see what happens. So you go to that page and it's like Mario and Luigi got eaten by a Koopa, and you're just like, oh shit! And then you go back and not do that, but you're still kind of seeing what all this weird stuff. In one of the Mario adventure books, they get like boiled in a soup. Like the Hammer Bros take them off and cook them. It's crazy. So, you know, mm. I want to see what weird stuff the authors came up with. So that's kind of what this was like. But then they just have, like, weird moody music and, like, totally out there kind of sci-fi conspiracy stuff that's kind of awesome. So I was really into it. There's already a sequel, which is great because I had a great time. So I might just jump right into that. Um, it's Virtue's Last sure. Reward. It is uh, It was a PlayStation Plus title. So, yeah. But... I don't know. It's it's horror movie esque, so it's like, okay, do you want to be in Cube? Yes. No, of course want, not. You no, you don't make those decisions and like see the weird grizzly stuff that happens, and a lot of grizzly stuff happens, right? But, but um, not with the consequences of actually being in Cube, like dying. Not like actually being in it, but a little sure. more so than a cinema experience can provide. A little more so. interactive. A little more interactive, even though it's like mostly told through like stills and like music and like uh, written text or whatever. It it still kind of creates a certain atmosphere. It was it was pretty cool. So I don't know. That was a that was a fun time. Um, yeah. So I I I also recommend this game. I know it's years old and people have already kind of talked about it, but they weren't wrong to do so. It was pretty okay. cool. I'm going to check out the next one um, probably pretty soon. So Good. more on that at some point. Also, Ollie, yeah. Ollie, you like skateboarding, right? This might You might be the correct person to talk to about this game. Cause, right, because I am a skater. Yeah, you're a skater. Uh-huh. Years of skating history. You, you played a lot of skateboarding video games, though, right? I have played a lot of skateboarding video games. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, for me, I was kind of just like, oh, this is kind of like Hannibal, but with a skateboard. And then I started oh, like okay. expressing what I was saying, and they're just like, "Oh, that's just from Tony Hawk." And you're just like, "Okay, well, I didn't play that, so sorry. you didn't play Tony Hawk." I barely played Tony Hawk, but really, yeah, wow, I just didn't okay, get into it, really. I played a bit of, oh, I played quite a bit of Tony Hawk's Underground on the GameCube. I finished okay. that game. I, I like played through the campaign or whatever, um, which I was told like that was kind of just at the point where that series started getting lame. Is that true? Is that fair? Sure. sure. I guess project eight. I tried that as well. So, like I've given that. That is where it was so far past the part of it being lame. So, okay. Yeah. I I've played a few Tony Hawk games. I, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I played Tony Hawk's American wasteland as well. Um, that one was supposed to be pretty bad. I played whichever one had Wolverine in it. Okay. I think it was three or four, maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. 
there was weird unlockable characters. Um, I don't Probably know. Probably four. What What's odd is like the game I remember spending the most time with of that that kind of generation of extreme sports titles was Dave Mira two on the Dreamcast. So oh, weird. Yeah, I okay. borrowed my friend's Dreamcast and he had that game, so I, I messed around with that. You can play as this Amish dude. And you just kind of mash the buttons, and he'd bust out all sorts of weird tricks. And then you just kind of have to line it up again and land it. What about that Dave Mira Triple X or whatever? Uh, That was based on that engine. It's not an official Dave Mira game. But, yeah, BMX Triple X. I never did. BMX Triple X, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ollie Ollie, (laughs) like, the things I was comparing it to was, like, Jetpack Joyride, and that it gives you a list of stuff that you want to It's an infinite runner, right? Well, you're running... It's it's constantly it's a force scrolling to the right game, but I guess what that actually might be to a skateboarding person, it is all downhill jams, but scrolling. Okay, right. Yeah. So like and side scrolling, and it's all very just timing stuff. Like it's just like press X to land, so you need to like time your landing, and the better you time it, the better score you get. And then okay. left stick is kind of do tricks, but also just kind of jump essentially, and also grind. And okay. yeah, it's it's basically two things like is X and left thumbstick, and you can you can do some spins and stuff with R and L, but primarily those two manners of input is what you're doing. And I don't okay. know, it's got a very nice like it's kind of the thing I've been seeing people say in reviews and stuff. But they're right, flow. It's got a nice flow. You can get into a good kind of groove with that game and just kind of bust out a bunch of dumb stuff as you're just bombing down this hill. And okay, cool. Yeah, like. At first, I was kind of like, well, the music is probably, like, essential to this or, like, the sound design to, like, kind of time combos and stuff. But I was also just playing it silent while having a podcast on. And you can do that, too. You're Does Goldfinger Superman make an appearance anywhere? Does who? Sorry, Superman? What? Goldfinger's Superman. Is that a trick? No. Okay. That Goldfinger is the band and Superman is the song. It was, uh... Oh, it was like the most popular Tony Hawk song. Okay. Honestly, like the music was kind of this weird thing with me where I was like, I actually think this is a better soundtrack choice than like punk songs. Cause I don't like okay. that. And I okay. want a repetitive kind of backbeat just to my, what I'm doing. So it's, it's very more electronic kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But not like electronic. It's more just like, I no. don't know. No, I didn't say eh because of electronic. I said eh because repetitive. Yeah, but you that's want what that. I'm not. That's what you want. You don't want some mm. idiot singing about stuff. Like, shut up. I'm trying to skate. Like, mm. blink one. No, I'd rather just listen to music. Oh, okay, yeah, or the Ramones or something like. Let's just get that out. The of here. Ramones. <laughs> All right. Get that out of out of this out of video games. I don't I don't want that anymore. So I don't know. I don't like the I know people are like in anything. Aren't they? I swear, there's a Ramones song in an extreme sports game. There has to be. Oh, I'm sure there is. And I'm sure I've played it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. It's triangle to grind. Um, (laughs) How long is this video we're seeing? It's long. Why are you worrying about the video? Here, fine. Okay. Anyways, keep talking. Um, Yeah. It it was like 10 bucks with PlayStation Plus discount. I feel totally good about that. Um, It's the first Vita game I've bought in a while, probably since Spelunky. Like I'm just PlayStation plusing it up. Oh I, oh, I guess I also bought Luminous, but that was like ten bucks as well. Okay. Um, I guess also. I, also, yeah, I, I just got to quickly address the chat. It's Cannibalt. 
yeah. not canon, not uh, cannibal. Right, yeah, cannibal was kind of the cannibal. first infinite runner I took notice of. It was an early one. And no, because they were uh, Marshmallow specifically is asking cannonball or cannibal or cannonball, and it's neither. It's cannibalt. Yeah, B A L T. B A L T. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just something about the visual, like just how small the guy is on the screen and everything. It just reminds me of that game. Um, so yeah, it's it's got something to that, and I don't know. It's a it's a nice controlling thing. It might end up on other stuff at some point. I know it's a Vita exclusive right now. So Vita people finally have something to play and enjoy and be like, ha I'm the only one that has this. <laughs> finally um, have something. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot. But yeah. yeah, I also finally saw a Vita just on in public, like someone was playing one on the train and I had mine. Oh, I, my I see that regularly, actually. I guess I just was I was finally doing that, well, too, like taking it with me. And it might be a PSP, not a PS Vita. So, OK. I don't know this if that counts. Like, this was absolutely a Vita. I was like, okay, cool. Okay. All right. There's okay. there's at least two of us. And yeah, I guess that was kind of the thing. Like, this game's portability seems well considered. Like, this is a good portable game for for the system. Like, it has, like, just that kind of Meat Boy, like, just reset, let's go again kind of thing. Like, sure. it's very quick with that. Like, it's just like, all right, I wiped out, press the button, done. Like, going again, another run. Oh, I wiped out, another run. And just keeps you kind of like trying different stuff and you know eventually you just pull it off and it's awesome um and they also have a daily challenge mode they have a daily grind and that is a kind of a stunt run you're trying to pull off you get one shot at it and there's a leaderboard do not miss your chance to blow what nothing never mind just keep going no references caught tonight you are not on the same page as me right now no i don't know what you're you're probably quoting a bunch of punk songs it's all this, like, no that songs. was that was eminem <laughs> I, which oh, I know you're you're a huge you, fan i guess i'm mostly familiar with couch potato the weird owl improvement of that song so you know okay it's it's a little the little weird different. owl improvement i love it yeah okay. he kind of was like all right let's fix this up here you're close you got something you're on to something here but just a second there. can we address a question from the chat quickly yeah yeah why do you guys love daily challenges um, it gives you a reason to come back and also strut your stuff. Like, am I good at this game? Yes, no. And so oh, that's not what I care about so- at all. I like when something's finite. I like that there's like one chance. So you make a count and then when that's done, you're done and you just turn it off. I like, like that. The stakes are high. Yeah, the stakes. OK, I like that. I like that's the pressure also- kind of totally valid yeah like pressure yeah it you know you've got to prove your metal this is the time this one can it makes a game that's already maybe hard even harder so when you either complete it when you fail it you're just like eh, i'll try again when you or when you fail it you're like eh, i'll try again when you complete it you feel really good yeah that's why yeah <laughs> i don't know it makes it matter in a way that's uh mm-hmm. interesting i i like it it's a good idea I mean, maybe it's like kind of gross. Like it might be kind of like, hey, just keep coming back, get another hit or whatever. Like you could look at it as kind <laughs> of like a weird, like uh, just taking advantage of compulsion or something, like getting people to play something long past the point where they are actually having a good time. But that goes against the idea of just playing it once a day, though. I guess other so. Hit. So I don't know. You might well, have. I mean, I'm there, honestly but... just thinking of like kind of gross free to play stuff on like Facebook and whatever would do that too, where it's like. 
you can play, but then you run out of play ability for like a day. So do you want to buy another shot or do you want to like if they ever did that on Splunky? It's just like, hey, do you want to try the daily challenge again? It's a dollar. That would be gross, but they haven't done that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't even do that, though, because then like as it is, I could play I could play risk of rain with like you or Sean as much as I want. As it is, I still choose myself to turn it off after the one time. Yeah, it's just like give it a real go once a day. Yeah, so Uh, like, I don't, I wouldn't mind if they put it in because I just don't have to participate in it. If somebody wanted to because they feel they need to compensate their EPiness huge or something by getting the biggest score possible and spending $10 to do it, they can do that. I'm okay with that. For me, it's just the challenge and then it's done. I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah, so, Um, but it is gross though. Let's not. Let's not no, get like, that wrong. That's a gross idea. Used, it can be used for evil. It's just in this case, <laughs> it has not. So it's cool. I, I still yeah. like it. Um, okay, games. Those are some games. Films? I'm trying to think if anything happened. What, what have I you think been... We should, well, I think we should say something first of all. Okay. We should welcome our special guest sitting next to you on the couch. Oh, yeah. Brit- Brittany is here. Um, she yeah. can't hear anybody, though. And she's oh, just okay. Room too. So yeah, uh, I th- she has headphones on. So I thought she was listening to this whole conversation. No, no, <laughs> she is listening to the room too, which is okay. the hot new iOS game. Well, uh, here's what we're gonna do. If yeah. anybody in the chat has a question they want to ask Brittany alone, you can go ahead and type it. And when we have a minute, maybe we'll throw it in and ask her. Okay. Be, be respectful I, though. Don't be I'll, a dick. The internet's going to ask you some questions soon. Okay. Maybe. Anyways, Maybe. movies. I yeah. What have I done for movies? I haven't done a goddamn thing. I will tell you what happened, though, is that I wanted to start p- watching Lost again. Just to catch it. Well, I never finished it. I'm on season four halfway through or something like that. Okay. One I, of my favorite episodes in, of that show is in that season, but that season yeah. overall has a lot of sag. See, so. I didn't like. I didn't like a whole lot of it. And the reasoning for that is because the flashbacks are annoying, and then I heard that in season five, and the time travel is really fucking stupid. Now, what I'm getting at is that we were going to start watching it, me and my unit here, and she went ahead and watched three seasons without me. So she Uh has finished Lost, knows more about it than I do, and now I am infuriated because she has this over me. But at the same time, from what like she liked it a lot, but when I asked, "What did you think about the time travel stuff?" She's like, "Oh, it's stupid." At the end, it's kind of shitty. So it's like, why am I bothering to care about finishing this series if every single person I talk to is like, fifth season's kind of garbage, ending is kind of shitty." Mm-hmm. What, uh, like, should I, I just read season. an FAQ? I That's found the third season worse than the fifth season, so I there's some okay stuff in the fifth season. It's just Can we agree that the second season was the best one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like if okay. that's the one if that's when we're like the hatch is open and everything and That is no the end of the first season they find the hatch and then they open it. The second season is where they meet Desmond, they and the find the, and everything. They have the to buttons, the it. clock, they have everything. Like everything yeah. is very weird and cryptic and they're slowly learning a little bit and you're yeah. still very intrigued. 
And then the third season comes in and kind of shits on your chest. Well, it's just boring. It's just like they're trapped in these cages. And I'm just like, I don't care. Can they just get out and something else happen? There's like, no, but they're getting taunted. There's the others. And it's just like, I don't. I'm starting to lose interest, you guys. Starting to taper off. And then I think there's kind of a hump. And then you can clear it. And then stuff starts happening again. But there were some valleys for me. Let me get back to my original question for you. Just so we don't drag on this point for something that's been out for years now. Yeah. Should I just read a Wikipedia page if I don't really care about unraveling this mystery for another hundred hours? I'm trying to think if there's any like late season moments that were mind blowing enough to warrant. <laughs> I hear they try to right. blow up the island, so I know there's that. There is that. Is um, that okay? <laughs> it's kind of okay, but it's it's <clears throat> not anything super crazy. Honestly, like if you're in, you're in season four, you said, right? I am in season four. Like, okay. uh, I can't remember the last thing I remember, but they're having flashbacks or flash forwards or something where they're off the island. Right. There's Have you weird... seen the episode where Desmond fig- finally kind of figures out what's going on with his crazy thing? No, like I it's haven't. like a very time travel heavy episode. No. I will like I would just recommend get to that one. If you didn't like that one, I would personally suggest stopping because that is like one of the best episodes they've ever made. If it does nothing for you, the show might as well be done because like, okay. that is a high bar for me. For me okay. personally, I've heard people be really dismissive about that episode. I personally like like recent like not recently, but like I have watched that episode alone just in isolation. Like just like I'm kind of bored. I'm going to watch my favorite episode of Lost click had a great time. Like, I just think that is a very well-made, tightly packaged time travel story. It's really good. Okay, I'll make that promise to you then, that next week, I will be able to discuss that episode with you. Yeah, if you've gotten to that point and you liked it, like, I guess you can keep going because, you know, but if if you're like, that one didn't hit for me, it's like, all right, they they are done for you then. There's nothing. Well, because then it sounds like the rest of the next two seasons are that, right? So if I didn't like it then, I'm not going to like it when it's with them about playing less with time travel shit. stuff. I like Daniel Faraday as well as a character. He kind of gets introduced. I think you must have just met him in late season three. I think he shows up. Um, So they do some okay stuff with him. But I, I am personally not an expert. I've watched the series one time. Like, I'm not one of those okay. folks who revisited it and, like, was like, oh, man, this has so much more significance now or whatever. Like, I watched that show because it was, like, the thing going on. I actually managed to catch up to, in time to watch the last few episodes as they happened, you know, like, yeah. see it as part of the zeitgeist or whatever. And that was kind of cool. Sure. But it is, like, yeah, it is not one of those shows that ranks as one of, like, my favorite things that happened in pop culture. It's just a pretty good show. So... Yeah. Are we ready for a quick hit Ask Brit co- question? Okay. Uh, should okay. I hand the headphones over to her or just explain? You can just ask. Mr. Marshmallow says, does Krasnor's babbling entertain you as much as the rest of us? Does Krasnor's babbling entertain you as much as, as the rest of us? Yes, it does. You're not just being nice? No. Okay. Okay. Actually, oh. we have had, yeah, long exclusive it- podcasts, essentially, between Brittany and I. So Sure. No one else is privy to these special episodes. It's kind of great. It's true. Actually, we did have a thing, though, where we were conversing about the weird, like, new postmodern problem 
of your significant other listens to your podcast too much so they don't feel compelled to ask you about your day because they heard about it. Yep. So I don't <laughs> listen to the podcast anymore. Yeah. So I don't get to hear anybody else's. Aaron doesn't listen to it anymore either. Topics. Be- yeah, Aaron doesn't listen to it either. And that is because every time she does, she hates me a little bit more. Oh, okay. Because I, I say some sh- reprehensible shit in the spur of the moment that I don't actually mean and is just conversation fodder. Okay. Uh, Aaron doesn't listen to it. You know how it, it is. Because uh, it makes her feel Paul's kind of weird. More so than before she <laughs> listens to it. Reprehensible yeah. stuff. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing live because we don't have an audio splitter. So apologies for the redundant mm-hmm. explanations. But you get to hear me remix the same words. So Do we want to yeah. do another question? There's a couple here. Yeah, we can do another one. Uh, okay. So from now on, also, if you want to do Twitter, they're already doing it in the chat for whatever reason. Hashtag Ask Brit. <laughs> so there is okay. that. But would you would you wear a Krasnor shirt? Would you wear a Krasnor shirt? I'm interested. Not with the picture chosen. You don't like the hat picture? No, that was the garage sale. I know. I took that photo. (laughs) Okay, but I wouldn't wear it on a shirt. Okay, yeah, not a fan of that photo. Fair enough. Yeah, you don't like the hat? Yeah, Like, like fedora. It's not the everyday look. Okay, that's true. I I've never I've not worn that hat since that day. But now it's I'm like, gonna say that's ha- perception is I'm one of those. I'm gonna say people. the most of the pictures of you, Nathan, are not your everyday look in any way. It's like well, are... it's, it's photo it's photo time. I got to dress up. Like it's not just like me chilling. No, not that. Just like your facial expressions and the photos that have become kind of memes and stuff. Like they're just not how you look ever at no, all yeah that <laughs> yeah it's true the crash especially like the, specifically the, that one specifically but like the hat one even you're very squinty and you never look like that well i'm so. like looking into the sun it's like we were sitting on the front that's why i'm wearing a hat was to keep any like sun out of my eyes as i'm and the only the reason that one's on a shirt is because that's the one you gave me permission to use so yeah, i did <laughs> i was like fishing through the photos we had on this computer i was like this one's okay so okay fair enough anyways okay so lost i will give it a check out i guess because it seems like i'm far enough in it why don't i just finish the fourth season Mm -hmm. like i might as well and then if i still don't care why am i gonna sit through another two seasons of it right sort of yeah i was definitely underwhelmed by some of their late show reveals it was like really that's all you had for this so you know that's there are some kind of underwhelming things in that show, but uh, it's it has its high points too. So maybe take sure. It. Oh, okay. sorry, Meowth was asking questions too. But um, was there any mm-hmm. uh, special episodes? Does sound weird. Yeah, I'm not seeing any. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brittany's typing answers. There you go. Okay, so um. Speaking of television, you were watching more Attack on Titan, and it sounds like you're about as into it as maybe I was. Uh, Not as much, I guess, because I didn't marathon it as... Well, the only reason I marathon anything is because if I find, like, a full day where I don't have anything, that is the day I have to get it done, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not because I was super into it, but kind of like 
okay, I need to kind of, like, I only have ten episodes left. Let's do this all in the next couple hours. So, I don't like keeping things for a later date. It's kind of like, we do as much as we can now, because I know tomorrow I work until this time, then I'll have to cut a podcast and get, like, Game Dudes ready or something. You know what I mean? Like, days are full. So, when I have the free time, that's when I'm going to marathon stuff, because I like it better anyway, because then I get... It's almost like a giant 10-hour movie or 20-hour movie instead of just, like, throughout the day I'm watching parts and parts of it. So I like doing it that way anyways. But you're enjoying it, it sounded like. Yeah. Um, we'll probably start watching it at a bit of a faster pace. We've kind of been doing one a day for some reason. And uh, there's been some big revelations of just, like, weird things that uh, Aaron can do. Which I was like kind of into, but also it seems to be kind of going down that chosen one path that a lot of things do. Where yeah. it's just like he's got special powers that no one else has, and you're just like, okay, I mean that, that that's like kind of the norm in these, but all right, it's anime for Christ's sakes. It is anime. Like, I, yeah, I like that. It seems like more happens per episode than some stuff I've seen. Like I was like kind of having flashbacks to the brief like for one season of naruto i watched where it seemed to me they were like stuck in the same predicament for like three or four episodes and i was just like like for example in the first season of attack on titan there's that whole kind of standoff where like the military is like what are you what are you and they're like aiming cannons at them you know and like they're kind of like trying to figure out what's going on to me it seems like naruto would take four episodes to get through that same blip of they're they're much more concise and i think that might i don't know if it's because of the manga itself it's that concise mm-hmm. or if because there's a lot there to cover and they're trying to like get enough in that they can make another season if they maybe are allowed to it seems to move at a good clip and meaningful stuff happens fairly often so it's it's kind of cool um can we say what part you left off on or is it too spoilery for anybody that might not have seen it might not have gotten far enough. Um, I, I can be sort of vague about it, but uh, have they gone? Have has uh, what's his name been accepted as part of the elite crew? Yeah, no. Okay, I, I mean so. that's not a spoiler for you because you knew that when they showed an elite crew that that would be the main people that you follow, right? Oh, right. We met the elite crew, and yeah, yeah, yeah that seems like a thing. But uh, right yeah, now, okay. I think they're off to find out what's in that basement. Which is good because that was kind of a question I had pretty yeah. early in the show, and they kind of just dropped it. And I was just like, yeah. "Where's his dad? What's going on?" And it's just like, "No, no, we're we were saving that for right now, and we're going to deal with that." And it's like, oh, "Okay, good. I'll sit back down. I was getting uppity." So, yeah, uh, it's fun though. It, it is kind of the main show we're watching right now. Um, cool. Very twenty cool. twenty three minutes or whatever. I like that. That's how long shows should be. It's like I agree. We need an hour. It's like no, you don't. Isn't that theme song kind of great, by the way? (laughs) Oh, man. It's kind of great. First time I watched it, like, I was kind of like, ah, whatever, that was a passable anime theme song. Now there's so many times throughout the week where I'm like, because it's the only word I know they say, and it's terrible. I know. Like, it's just like, I wish I knew German enough to know what that first sentence is, but I just don't. So I just kind of start humming it and then say Jaeger. And it's stupid. It's so good, though. It's good. I like the closing theme, too. But, I, like, it's just sweeping in a way. But I don't sing it. Like, the first one is the catchy one that is in my brain. So, 
Yeah, because then it goes, it has the strong opening, and then it just has, like, the dude singing over, like, guitar and drum sort yeah. of thing. And then it has the choir when it builds up to, like, when the episode's about to start. They're like, yeah. oh, oh, in the background, you're like, yes, it's going to happen. And then, like, the Titans are there, and you're like, fucking A. And then the episode's over 20 minutes later. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's yeah. fun. It's it's a good song. So it is. Yeah, that that show is pretty solid. I am having a good time. Um, also, I can't remember who wrote it, but you know that song that's like, um, oh my god, I can't. It's a very girly song. It's like making my way downtown or something like that. It's one of those chick songs, like the chick summer jams or something. And uh, somebody on YouTube put that song to like a loop of one of the Titans running all retarded. And it's probably the best one minute video I've ever seen in my life. Is it that weird, like speedy one that's running like this? Yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah, Like when that happens, like what the hell, what is wrong with these things? I hate them, but yeah, that Titans still piss me off. Just, they look like just dopey idiots, like slack jawed morons. I will say maybe like one thought that hit me while I was watching it this week, though, that kind of bothered me a little bit about the show. It's kind of about zombies, maybe. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for sure. it's novel that they're giants mm-hmm. and they kind of get into, you know, it's like they can't reproduce and there's all this weird stuff with them and whatever. But it's still just like at some point I was just like, oh, wait, they're just giant zombies. Like, that's all they're doing. But at least they don't look like zombies. So they still have enough differentiating it. But it, it's still, like, in a way, like, just George Romero, like, they build a big city to defend themselves from the hordes, and it's like, okay, crap, now this is less original than I thought. But it, it's still it's still good. I'm not saying that whole line of monsters is too tired, but that was a notion <clears throat> that struck me this week, and I was like, oh, no, don't, don't look at it like that. It's going to ruin it. So, is it okay if I play that clip, maybe? Go ahead, sound. yeah. Put it in the oh with sound. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a look at it. Um, okay. Stuff. I'm gonna play it right now here. Is it playing? Yeah, you won't be able to hear it. Sorry. Oh. Okay. You will in the stream. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. It's the best Attack on Titan video probably out there. I will give you the link so you're able to watch it as well. Okay. But. Anyways, yeah. So it's only like 30 seconds long sort of thing. But um, but it's fucking. For seconds. Huh? Okay, here it is. Yeah. So if you turn the sound on on your end there, you'll be able to hear it. What's that? You'll know what song you're talking. I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, industry. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. It's so dumb. All right. That Titan was pretty special. It's pretty great, though. That song is so good. with that scene for some reason but yeah. anyways so attack on titan remains to be well, remains to hold your interest at least which is yeah. big for anime 
Sure, I, I guess so. Well, again, we marathoned all of Koji Pan in one sitting, so it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. It's four minute episodes. It was like less than an hour. It's funny. But I mean, you and I both know. Now I know what you're saying. Anime's for jerks. I know. So would you I, consider yourself a jerk now? Uh, no, I've, I've watched animes before. I don't know why this has become like this thing where it's like Nathan's the guy that doesn't like cartoons. Sean likes cartoons. Paul likes anime. Nathan, I don't know. No, see, this is the thing. I, I even saying that I like anime is a fallacy because I don't like most of it at all. Okay. Generally speaking, you're not in anime, but that's why, that's why I have to ask people that are in the know that are just, I have to ask them what is something I might like? And then they suggest something. I watch an episode and if I like it, I will finish it. If I don't, I will never watch it again. So you only give anime one episode to impress you. Like, kind of, you have like a 25 minute window. If at the end of that 25 minutes, you haven't at least made like me a little curious, you failed. And I will, or if it's a, it, or if it's like a long anime sort of okay. thing, like a 40 minute one or something like I'd be fine with that. But yeah, I mean, I have you seen Dead Leaves? Mm. I would recommend watching that. No, I haven't. It is a crazy little like it's a movie technically, but I think it's like less than an hour. But it's just bombastic, stupid nonsense, and it's kind of great. But um, yeah, I, I would recommend seeing that. And if I think you might be grossed out by how weird it gets, but what do you mean by weird? Like there's a dude with a TV head who like is tied up at some point, but he can still get his bone on. It's gross, but great. Great. Yeah. I've always wanted to have a TV head and get my bone on. So good. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, I, it's intentionally trying to be crazy. I think the director said, like, you should watch this drunk. That's what it was, like, made for. And it's just like, okay, like, great, good. Somebody's working on it. It's, it, yeah, it's a, an experience. It's it's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, anime. I, I've mostly watched films, really. Like, I watch a movie, and then that's that. I haven't watched a lot of series, so I guess in like, that Akira is the one I go to when people say anime in my head. Yeah. And I don't know why. I think maybe it's just because I was introduced to it so young, maybe. Right. It seemed to be kind of like the standard for (laughs) some people. It was like, this is this is anime. Like, this is this is the one. Would you say it's good? It's okay. I don't know. It's not great, though, right? Yeah. It's like great. It's like, hey, remember Blade Runner? I do. We made a movie that takes place in a similar looking city. But that isn't like, as interesting. No, like really, once it got to like the end stuff where it's just like giant psychic weirdo and like it's just dude mushrooming out into this giant thing. I was just like, that's when it got so bad. Stupid. Like, what yeah. is this? Thankfully, then, like, though, that's only like the last half hour. And it ends like all like philosophical cryptic or whatever. It's just like, nah, that was just stupid. Like, I don't even care if you had like a good reason or something like that was just dumb. So. I was a little underwhelmed by Akira, maybe a little bit, but Miyazaki, that guy, he can make movies. He's done some good ones. Sure. That's a safe thing to say, though. Everyone likes that guy, but he's got a new one coming out. But I mean, I don't think everybody likes all his stuff. He's made some things I'm not particularly fond of, but I mean, they're not they're not aggressively bad still. No. Yeah. Like some of the like ones I kind of shrugged at um, Porco Rosso was okay uh kiki's delivery service was okay um <laughs> yeah you love totoro though totoro is really fun cat buses are hmm. great 
<laughs> I never saw um, what the hell is it called now? Holy Ponyo? shit! I fr- no, well, I never saw Ponyo, but that's because I didn't think it looked good. I don't it, care. It's about like it. very kid. It, it's like more of a younger audience thing. I, I thought it was okay, but it is uh, not for my demographic. So it's like if you're like nine, you should watch Ponyo. So if we have any nine-year-old listeners, check that out. Okay. Also, I, welcome. That's weird that you're listening to this, but, you know. A nine-year-old? Yeah, it's a little strange, but yeah, I can see uh, first century movie. internet. You know, try not to be too cursy. Or I never cursed. did see Howl's Moving Castle. I remember having a good time with that. That said, I've seen it one time, so I wasn't okay. really compelled to go back. Like, Spirited Away, I've watched a couple times. and I love Spirited Away a lot. Yeah, really I good. like that one tonally. I found it very cool. Like, that's a cool movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like whisper, whisper of the heart, weirdly, which wasn't even him like directing it. It's like his studio though, like studio Ghibli and he produced Ghibli, it or something yeah. like yeah. that. And cat, the cat returns. I just thought were like just fun. Like, well, no whisper of the heart is like a, just a romantic dramedy. And it's kind of okay. weird to like be like, yeah, this is a great one of these, but it's like an animated one of those. It's weird. And Carrie Elwes is the dubbed version of the cat and he does a pretty good job. But cat returns is just like, super silly like it's just there is a kingdom full of cats and like they stumble into it and there's just cats ruling everything and it's just like this is so awesome like this is like alice in wonderland but way better because cats or something like i i just had a great time so that is a fun lighthearted movie so yeah okay. that, again though not him explicitly but he's involved so i'll lump it in put it in there but yeah, that that's some sure. kind of anime stuff. I guess also, oh, what's that dude? Oh, what was his name? Who? Oh man, it was the director of Perfect Blue and Tokyo Godfathers. No idea. Um, he also did uh, Paprika. You know, I don't know. He was really cool. I feel real bad though because he passed away. And he was really good at his job, and I don't remember right now. Well, he must have not been very good then. I know. Huh. That's that's Man. the thing. Like now that I've said it, now I feel now I look like the biggest jerk in the world. I'm just trash talking this director, you know? Inadvertently. I did I really liked uh Perfect Blue though. That was a cool one. Really kind of dark though. Like okay. to to the point where it's like Requiem for a Dream, parts of that were like inspired by that movie. Oh so, wow. Yeah. It's like, okay dark you know let's go down this dark trail um and oh memories he did a third of memories which is kind of a compilation film like three different short films anyway anime i'm just kind of basically reciting all the things i know of anime gynax they're pretty good i don't know if you guys have heard of them they're they're pretty obscure um that eva you know you heard of that paul no. you, ever, you ever hear that no. one no but fully cooly no panty and stocking i love panty and stocking yeah that's some good adult comedy anime right there i like that one a lot that was the last yeah i watched i marathon that one i was just like this is awesome well because it's like only 13 episodes though yeah it's like 13 episodes they're like 20 minutes long they're kind of split in half though but yeah yeah so 26 episodes Mm -hmm. 13 torrent files (laughs) Just straight up, you can't get it here for you like can less than, without well, like paying seventy dollars or something. Like just block like, that. 
I know. It's like, have you even seen this? No. Do you want to give us a lot of money? Not without having seen it. Like, that's kind of crazy. So, yeah. That said, though, that's kind of came up last week as being this weird thing where it's just like, uh, my friend Ryan still buys DVDs all the time. Like, he still buys movies he likes. Weird. I don't okay. do that anymore. And, sure. like, it was kind of this weird thing where it's just like, I was talking about how much I liked Room 237. He's like, okay, well, do you want to borrow the DVD? It's got, like, a special commentary on it. It's got them talking to this other guy who has this huge theory about The Shining. Well, that sounds interesting to me, and I do like that movie. It's literally just the the thing of, like, I need to put this disc in here and put it in and kind of set aside a specific time when I'm going to want to do that. Dude, like, that's just laziness right no, there that you're like, talking about. It's not that. I have to put the disc in? That's what's stopping you? Well, it's honestly just like I won't think to do that for like weeks okay. or months. Like it just won't happen because there's always something instantly available instead. So it's just like, what do you want to do? All right. Well, my first thing is turn to Netflix. Oh, I found something I want to do. Click. And now I'm already doing it. Like, it's okay. not like, oh, right. I Like, I'd almost need to set a reminder. It's like, make sure you watch Room 237. Oh, yeah, I loved Room 237. And then I'll, like, put it in and watch it. But, like, unless I make a point to do that, I will find a more convenient medium of entertainment before I get the chance to get to, all right, let's look at my DVD library. Like, I was looking at my DVD library this week because I was kind of cleaning up some stuff. It's just like, oh, my God, I don't watch any of these anymore. Like, I like all these movies. That's why I bought them. But I just I don't need this, really. Like, it's weird. It's like there's always an easier way to watch a movie now. And like and whenever I do put a disc in, it's like, oh, yeah, I got to watch the trailers. Like, I got to get to the menu first. This is a waste of my time. Sure. Netflix, you just click the button, and then like 10 seconds later, you're watching the movie you wanted to watch. It's amazing. So basically, I guess what I was getting down to is like with commentaries and stuff, they should release those as podcasts or like, you know, audio books that you then buy. And then I can watch it on Netflix and listen to the commentary. What was the first DVD you ever watched? Do you remember DVD I ever watched because I can tell you what mine was and it was the Blair Witch Project Two book of shadows. All right. The first one I've ever owned. Was the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. OK. And the first one I ever watched in my own home setting, I watch watch book of shadows at my friend's house was L.A. Confidential. I do like Ellie Confidential. I have that on DVD. But I like all three of those movies. <laughs> that Honestly, was nowhere, even Book of Shadows. That was nowhere near the first one I bought, though. I'm trying to think what would have been like an extremely early acquisition. I remember, like, for some reason, I think it's just because of how clunky it was. I remember watching Goodfellas on DVD mm-hmm. on my PS2, I think. And it was kind of this thing of like, Oh, I need to flip the disc to watch the second half of the movie. Like, we're oh, not yeah. there yet or something. Like, it was just kind of this little thing. I'm just like, oh, right, this is, huh. All right. And then, like, watch the rest of it. I don't know. I remember getting way into Simpsons commentaries. 
like buying those box sets was definitely an early DVD thing I was way into. But that was like early only in that it was like stuff I purchased for myself in like 2002 or something like this was not early in the format. So I I don't remember. I don't have special media memories of that. You know what I found out about the Simpsons box sets? Yeah. Is that every box set disc only probably has two episodes you will watch at any time. Other than that, the rest of them are good quality still, but they're not great. There are like, you know how the box sets have maybe four or five discs or something, right? Yeah, like yeah. each one of those discs will probably have two episodes that you could watch at any time. Other than yeah. that, they're just kind of filler. Uh, uh, well, yeah. So each I mean, season part, each if we're gonna split it up like that, each season probably only has maybe eight to ten episodes that you actually cared about at all. That's pretty good. Like that's still a that's pretty really decent. good. No, but like, I'm there's just like saying, ten timeless bits of comedy on this disc. It's every, like, that's pretty sweet. Or Every in this year. Set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's pretty extraordinary. And, like, there's, like, a good stretch of, like, nine or ten ep- seasons of The Simpsons. And I'm like, this this forms so much of just, like, jokes, like, types of jokes I'm into and, like, referential stuff. And, like, just yeah. kind of my sense of humor was forged with The Simpsons. Like, that was kind of a thing. And but, it's weird because I don't think that's a thing anymore. Like, like it, there's I, no one piece of media that is, like, that good well, at its thing i know when you went to school you went to school at, like the private weird christian thing or whatever yeah but, like in school it might have been the same with you or whatever at the time like when we were growing up somebody could quote a simpsons quote and then you would know that person is going to be a friend somehow because you <laughs> share that common interest i don't think there is the one media that people could quote right now and other people of that same age bracket would get the reference right away and be like, this person's a cool person. Even to this day, I watch some YouTubers around our age or whatever, and they make Simpsons quotes randomly that are not specific to like names or anything in Simpsons, but just something that was said once in an episode. And right. I'm just like, okay, this guy's obviously between the 25 to 32 range or whatever. He's mm-hmm. in here somewhere. Like and that I show impact. That's really that cool. Yeah, you're right. That is very cool. Like, I guess the modern way of like those memes really stuck with those people, you know, like that was kind of the thing. Right. But, yeah. Boo Earns. Exactly. That's kind of the stuff like that is a thrill. Everything one coming up one episode. And things are coming theme. up. Millhouse. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. Exactly. Like I'm trying to like now I'm just kind of like trying to go back to like, I don't know. I'm the big W. I like that big W one where the treasure's buried there. That might be a little more not a thing people quote. You know Sam Neill? He's the cat burglar? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of... Uh, there was one specific instance of it, and I can't remember exactly... Like, there's another one like, oh, the Denver Broncos, or whatever. And that's been on Reddit and, and the internet recently in comments because the because Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks are squaring off tomorrow, I guess. Right, or they had kind of like a like a Super Bowl joke where they'd put glasses in front of their mouths and be like, man, the Seattle Seahawks and the Denver, like, you know, like they're holding a glass to block it so they could redub it for subsequent years is the joke. Yep. But they wouldn't yep. actually do that. Or like the pup, like the Duff Bowl, like the football stuff. They played that blur song in that one episode where they went to the 
football game. That's but cool. like even me saying, "Oh, the Denver Broncos," like you yeah. know what part that is. That is fucking amazing for a piece of media to be that ingrained into our age brackets culture that you can say that, and anybody that grew up in that time period knows that's a reference. Those are just like three words or four, yeah. or whatever. If you don't count the and shit like that, mm-hmm. but like. That is an amazing accomplishment for any media to be that timeless. And it, like, crazy. I don't know if that can happen again, though, right? Because like everything's been spread out. Like that, that's kind of the thing where it's like everyone can kind of find stuff that caters to their exact specific interests, but there's like smaller and smaller groups into there. So there are like super popular shows that I've never seen. So someone could quote like Supernatural or something, and I'd just be like, "What is that? What are you? Oh, okay." No, I know that's a show, but I have no idea what you're saying right now. But cool. But like if you know? like what's something that Family Guy's ever said? It's like, "Hey, Lois." Like there's fucking nothing. There's nothing uh, that has made such timeless quotes as the I mean, every single year. There's every that year. What's that Pepperidge Farm remembers? Like that's a meme that people trot out. I don't you know? even know what you're talking about right now at all. Okay. I'm genuinely that serious. I have where, no idea. Where Peter's like, ah, <laughs> ah, for like two minutes. That was funny. Okay. Okay. But Chicken you, also have to re- you also have to remember that the reason that became any meme, I know what you're talking about with those, is that yeah. they repeated it like through at least five or ten episodes or something stupid. No, yeah. They had Repetition. to repeat it over and over is how they do that yeah like now, i'm sure stewie says damn you woman or something a whole bunch of times and that's that's a thing how does Honestly, Harlan have a job i mean it's just this thing where it's like it is so obviously derivative that it's just mm-hmm. like why would you embrace that the original article is still over here but then somehow it still managed to catch on and form its own thing and yeah, Seth MacFarlane is not only still employed, he is like huge right now. Like Ted yeah. did incredible box office numbers. Like his new movie just revealed a bunch of posters like Liam Neeson's in it. It's like some Western or something. Ted might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life featuring a teddy bear. I guess so. There's not I know that's being oddly specific. I'm not talking about a teddy bear as the main character. I'm talking yeah. about with a teddy bear in it. I guess it's like I I think we talked about it when it came out, but it's like I found the first half of that movie OK and then the joke was done, but it kept going for like another hour. So it was just like, all right, like this is this is tired already. And then it just keeps getting more and more like weird. And I don't know, like uh, Meowth is saying, don't blame Seth, blame the Americans. Like, I guess in a way it's like people encouraged him. Like, that's kind of the problem. Did they? People said, well, I mean, by buying his DVDs and stuff like that was the thing. That show was canceled. And then through just people buying stuff and being like, no, we'd love Family Guy. They're like, all right. And then they re like reestablished it. And then it kind of blew up. Okay. there's like spinoff shows and American Dad. No, that's fair, actually, because you're right. They were canceled. They were dead. Seth MacFarlane was ready to eat shit out of a garbage can and then you people fucked it up by giving him money yeah. would you give a Seth MacFarlane a dollar you destroy culture for all time 
I think that's how that saying goes. You reap what you sow or whatever. Like, it's like you said, we want this and it happened and that's fine, I guess. But honestly, like that was the reason I kind of became in like discovered South Park and like them because they made that episode that just made fun of Family Guy and how it's written. And I was just like, oh, okay, good. Somebody out there gets it. I'm going to gravitate over here. But honestly, like, I don't know. I've been feeling more and more weird about like, how do I feel about South Park now? Like, I haven't been watching it they're, for a while. They're yeah. still legitimately funny, quite honestly. And yeah. I think I think the thing I like about South Park is I don't think you'll find any animation shows out there that work as hard as they do to get a show done. Well, Have you seen it, that it Six Days to Air or whatever? Yeah, I did watch that. It's crazy. Each I mean, episode takes a couple days. I know it's incredible. Like they're always in crunch all the time. And that's how you get like as timely references as you do with that show. But I don't know if it like, it was like, I then watched the episode that they made in that show. And I just thought it was like a really lazy human centipede joke. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. like, this is a kind of bad episode, but Mm. it's cool. Like they threw it together in six days, but that kind of makes sense. You know, (laughs) like honestly though, like, um, with that episode in particular, I think when they're talking about it is funnier than when they actually like if you watch the standalone episode, you're kind of like eh or whatever. But when yeah. you watch like the clips as they're putting it together or like talking to Bill Hader because he's on the writing crew and the other writers and stuff and they're like making the voices and all kind of laughing about it is like, OK, I could see why this was made is because they all thought at the time this was really funny and I'm actually encapsulated in this moment where they're creating it and now I think it's funny but it's, like stand yeah. alone it's not very funny <laughs> that's the problem it's kind of thing where it's like they're going so fast that like it's like they don't have a chance to second guess what they're doing so it's just like what you, their first draft is what you see almost and that's cool because it's just like keeps them on their toes like every time they throw something out there like, it's kind of just this just happened, like this thought just went through their minds. And now here it is. And that's cool and creative. But I don't know. Every now and then. Yeah. One just totally misses for me. Like, it's just like, have I, you seen the new season at all? Of South no, Park? I haven't. I'm OK, so say it's really great. But there is a three episode arc. Yeah, that is a Game of Thrones parody with the kids. OK, and um, the PlayStation and Xbox one like competition, the console wars. And that's pretty great. That's pretty great because they drag it out for three episodes because that's exactly what (laughs) they do in Game of Thrones, where it's like this big thing's happening, full season, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So they make fun of both of them pretty good. And yeah, I mean, it then it ends up in the weird South Park area of like the Sony head. I can't remember his name, like fighting Bill Gates to the death sort of, which is fine. But like. I don't know. It's just that weird build up and the weird like inside jokes and stuff. I like that they do their research. Even I don't think they're huge gamers or anything like that. They mm. might be into Game of Thrones. I can't tell. I, like, I, I, I would assume they're pretty big gamers just based on how many game centric episodes have happened. They might the be like five, I, 10 years. I honestly, they're making a game right now. So, you know what? It actually ends with an advertisement for their game, too. Amazing. It's like stuff like that is what they do best, for sure, where they're just kind of mixing these weird, like, zeitgeist moments together in a ridiculous way to show you how ridiculous culture is 
Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's ridiculous is because these eight-year-old kids are acting it out in their backyard. Right. Sort of thing. I like, mean, it's just kind of dumb. Is is the show readily available on like ComedyCentral.com or something? Like, can I? It is if you're uh, blocking your IP I'm, or doing your VPN thing. So you'll be. I fine. am doing that. So okay, cool. Because um, I mean, for a long time there, I was watching most of it on like sketchy streaming websites. Like it was like, I forget what it was called now. It, but it would whatever is basically like a free South Park streaming website. And okay. That, like that's because like every time I would click on the Comedy Central link, it was just a like picture of Phillips or somebody, and he was just like, "Sorry, Canada, it's not available." And you're just like, "Oh man, all right, well, I'm gonna go steal it then, I guess." Or or like at the time I was working at Rogers, so I would like borrow DVDs and watch that. But yeah, it, I guess in that way they're uncensored when they're on DVD, which is weird. Like because I'm still getting like the TV stream typically so it's all bleeped and whatever and then it's like you watch on dvd and it's a little more crazy but yeah no it's still i i have i like that show quite a bit i just kind of fell off so i would say if you can like maybe download or stream this season it is surprisingly quite decent it's not it's not the quality of like the stuff we grew up with that like when it was fresh and kind of edgy so it's mm-hmm. not like got that going for it, but it's not as bad as some of the middling seasons have been either. Okay. So it's kind of a nice breath of fresh air, honestly. There's a there's more Kanye West jokes in an episode. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Are you are you keen on the the game? Are you at all interested in the video Absolutely game? Absolutely not. The stick of truth or whatever. You're just like, no, I don't want to play that. No, and but the reason for that is because I'm not keen on very many games anymore, my friend. At all. Okay. Other than that Hearthstone? Are you still playing I haven't that? Played, I haven't played Hearthstone in two weeks. Oh, man. So just games are done then? You're I'll just... tell... No, I'll tell you why I haven't played Hearthstone in a couple weeks. They okay. reset the ladder, and I was at, like, at a 12 or 11 rank, and now I went back to a 30. So I gotta work my way back up the ladder for, like, ranked mode. But more importantly, it's open beta now. So, like, I'll play if friends want to play with me. But now it's kind of like, well, everybody has access to this. And I already had my month's worth of it. You know what I mean? Like, everyone is, like, now getting in and they're super stoked. And then I'm just like, yeah, I know. I've been doing this for a couple months now. <laughs> like, I'm this done. Is, this is old hat now, you guys. Like, chill out. Because it's now op- – this is a problem with any beta, really. Is that, like – and it'll be the problem when the game comes out. There's no new cards. They keep – playing around with some of the cards and that's fine but they're like not making anything new to really dig my teeth into sort of thing that's what the problem is that's really it and but you also have to remember i'm at this point now where i have almost every card in the game and like i've played a lot a lot of that game so Mm -hmm. it's had more than enough of its time my time now it's time for other people i guess so yeah i don't know <clears throat> you're very quiet right now sorry i'm just replying to the chat um okay that's a, that's a shame i guess i i don't know like no it's not because i had my time with it and when they start adding more stuff in when the game is not being worked on for stability and it's being worked on for content i will definitely be back in there right away Mm -hmm. it's just for now it's in a lull that's it okay 
Like, yep. but just generally kind of the malaise about video games. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm, I kind of have had that periodically where it's just kind of like, what it is I a periodic next? thing. And it's just kind of like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't really want to play that or that or that. Like, I've kind of been baffled by how much I've gravitated towards portable gaming. I want to say maybe part, like a small part of it is like when I'm playing something on my PC. Now there's like this nagging thing where it's like, well, you should stream this. You can stream this. You should stream it. And it's just like, oh, God, why? I don't know. Are you getting that? That's so weird. Well, it's like now I could. So it's like, well, I should do that. Like, if not, I'm just kind of wasting my time. Like I'm wasting this really game. that's yeah. the weirdest thing I've ever heard okay really okay like it's just like I've never I've never felt that because there are a lot of times like I'll stream for a while and then I'll turn the stream off and I'll listen to a podcast and play a game on my PC for a couple hours I'm not but you'll I don't keep have a problem playing the same game or is it like well this game no, is a different one a internet game like I need to play this for the internet no like, I, I want to play Spol- Darksiders for me not for anyone else, you know? <laughs> I, no, like, I play Spelunky outside of it when I'm listening to podcasts and Rogue Legacy still, and Risk of Risk of Rain has become maybe that, but the reason okay. for that is because I do, I only play it with Sean. I don't play it alone, ever. Okay. So, I mean, there's just that. But, like, I have no problem just playing a game by myself. Well, I think I'm kind of, like, just trying to figure out what is what am I doing with streaming? Like, is it like I should be an expert at this game and then I show it off? Or is it like I'm fumbling around with this thing. If you want to watch cool. And then it's just me like fucking up in far cry or something. Like, it's just like, is that okay? Or is like, nah, it's a waste of time. Like you shouldn't even do that. Lately. I've been streaming me playing mass effect two again on insanity. Okay. For whatever reason I've done it before. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It was just like, Hey, I'm bored. Time to play Mass Effect 2 on Insanity. <laughs> that's kind not? of is, that's a stupid thing where it's just like I've been meaning to do a Mass Effect playthrough again, like do all of those. But I'm kind of like, would, well, if you want to do that, I would love to at least sit with you and do it. No, I know. But the problem is I bought like the trilogy on PlayStation 3. Yeah. And I want to play on PC, PS3, but I, I can't stream PS3 here. I don't have that ability. So why would you stream it? We could just play it. Oh, okay. Oh, this is the problem you're having is that you feel that if you're well, going like, to do this gonna kind of redundant thing path, anyway, you might, might as, well as well produce content. Be generating something. And then it's like, there, okay. now I could revisit this or like someone could follow along and see this weird okay. adventure, you know? Yeah. Like, so that I, honestly, that's like, I'm thinking is might be the subconscious reason I've been going to portable consoles. Cause like, I can't con- I can't stream this. So guilt free, guilt free gaming. I'm just like, yeah, I'm jamming out, doing all this stuff, playing hours and hours of Luminous, and no one can never know. It's cool. Yeah. I don't know. I would play Luminous on a PC though, but is it on there? I don't no. think so. That was a great. That's a great game. That's still PSP exclusive, isn't it? Oh no, that that came to Xbox on PS3. Oh, it's on Xbox as well. Okay. Yeah. No, that game got around for a while, but oh, dude, what? Yeah. Oh, is shoot. it on there? Ruminess is on the PC, son. Oh, I'll man. buy it right now. Base and advanced pack. Add to wish list. Wait for that sale. Woo! That's the new way. <laughs> that's the new way that you know. Jason Rohr might disagree, but that's how we here. Do it. I have a crazy idea for you. Yep. How would you feel about playing Pokemon on a stream? 
So then you, you can, well, you can emulate it, and See, then you but can that's s- getting sketchy, right? I don't want to. Is it? I don't want to encourage thievery from Nintendo. They need our money more than ever, Paul. Why would it be thievery? Just play, buy the game, and then play it on emulator to stream it. Uh, or you is that okay? You want to keep that save file? Maybe. Yeah, you can le- you can legally have ROMs of games you own. For sure, that's not like a gray area. That's not I like don't a- think it's a gray area. I'm pretty sure that's a legal thing. I think okay. the only problem is you might have to rip the ROM yourself. That's as a yeah. backup copy. I think that's what you're supposed to do in theory. I think so too. So yeah, like that's yeah, it's legal to back up your own games, but once you're getting into downloading something and be like, yeah, but I bought it. It's like, yeah, you bought a garage sale. Like that's not the same. No one benefited from that. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'm just having weird kind of game anxiety. Like it's just like that microphone's right there. I can turn it on and start saying things, but I just want to relax. I just want to relax. Oh, come on. Let's like, let's, let's not get, too far from what's actually going on here. I mean, I know the relaxing thing. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you kind of want that little ego boost, knowing that somebody's watching you play. <laughs> or maybe you it's want a it a little bit. That I'll turn it on and no one will be there, like that thing. You know, you know what? If that's a fear, you yeah. shouldn't stream because that will happen a lot. Okay. Because we we are not John. So when we go live, we will not instantly have at least forty people already in the chat. You're right. Like I don't know. The fact that we've been going on for a couple hours now and we now have 10 listening to us, although I think that includes you so like 9, that's huge for us. So like if you're okay with small numbers like that or the idea that nobody's going to watch even though you're doing it and talking to yourself, like if you're not okay with that, you shouldn't stream. Okay. Last stream I did was me talking to myself and no one was hearing it because there was no audio being picked up, which was keep this in mind, though. If you are playing a game and you're streaming, it will record whatever you're streaming. So if you do something crazy, you can keep that forever. I know. I I actually did like their highlight thing where you could like section out a part of it because like, yeah, I was doing pretty terrible in Devil May Cry, but I thought I did especially terrible on this one jumping challenge. So I was like, all right, let's cut that out. And now there's like a, its own video. It's like, okay, that's, that's okay. Um, and yes, some people did show up for my silent far cry stream. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. Think- Cause it was in the middle of the day when I was at work. So thanks buddy. Yeah. yeah you're welcome. I'm glad um, I could support you that way. Yeah, I would have like has seen it. I would have told you that your mic was off in plain no, I speak. Because, like, that was the problem was, like, I was reading the chat and it sounded like they were having problems, but I thought they were having problems with what I was saying. Not no, see, that I wasn't. What I would have said is, yo, homie, yo, mic off, dog. Oh, okay, that would have like, been good. Shit. And then I could have turned it on and it would all be saved. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm bringing it, I'm reaching into the saddlebag. Okay, Nathan saddlebag, or Dude Ranch saddlebag, here we go. Never-ending nightmares. This is a pamphlet for it. Uh, this was that Kickstarter game by the guy who made uh, that weird rhythm game. Retro Can I rhythm. say something quickly while we're doing this, while you yeah. started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it, for anybody that hasn't been to like a convention or something, if you go, don't waste your time picking up these pamphlets and stuff because they just take up space and you feel bad about throwing them out for some reason. But you they're do, just because they're, 
they're kind of unique, but at the same time, it's just they're paper. Information. They, they're not unique because they literally had millions that they gave out. I know. <laughs> Sometimes though, there's ones that I like. I'm like glad I got. Like I have the Super Mutant Some are comic cool. book and the Mugenics yep. comic book. So it's just like cool, man. The uh, comic books two, are cool. I have two of the Neverending. See, so that's silly. I should recycle at least one of these. Hmm. There we go. But that's what I'm talking about. Is liter- the actual like cardstock pieces of paper that just yeah. have a game's name on it and on the back what it's about and when you can buy it. Like, don't think of that as swag. That is advertisement. If you want actual swag, there is stuff there too. You can go ahead and pick that up. Mm-hmm. But, like. I feel weirdly bad about throwing those little pieces of paper you're pulling out out for some this, reason. This and one I, I don't like. don't know why. I stamp okay. this myself. This is a Papers, Please passport. So. Okay. See, that is cool because the game is revolved around what you did with it. Yeah. So I, I like so that. That's fine. And that's it's actually a game I ended up liking quite a bit. So That's technically swag at that I point. I think so. Because it has a memory behind it. When it's literally just an advertisement, that is not swag. You, that is an ad. So uh, This one's just like a photo paper. Um, it is a free game on uh, iOS. It's Solar Warfare. So okay. there you go. Uh, I guess this if this uh, QR code is high def enough for people to scan, there you go. It's a free video game. Boom. Right there. Freeze frame that. All right. Freeze frame. That's it for the saddlebag for now. Are we going to move on to voicemails? People are kind of getting angsty, and I don't know what else to really talk about. Oh, wait, no. One more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to talk about it the week it happened, because that's how unremarkable it was. But I'm still going to share it with you. Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I saw that within his first week of release. I saw it on the Tuesday after, because it's a cheaper day to go see movies. And that's what I felt it deserved. I what is your experience with Jack Ryan, like Tom Clancy film adaptations? Have you seen uh, any of those? Wait, Jack Ryan specifically or Tom Clancy film adaptations generally? I think they are basically the same thing, because how many Tom Clancy movies are there that don't have Jack Ryan? Okay, fair enough. I'm pretty sure Um, Hunt for October. He's in there. Patriot Games. Clear and Present Danger, and some of all fears, those are the preceding ones. And that's yeah. all Jack Ryan like, all the time. Two of those. Some of all fears and uh and fuck. You just said it too. Patriot games? Oops. Not Patriot Games. Humphrey October. Clear and present clear and present danger. Those are the two you saw? Yeah. Oh man. Those are the wrong two. That's too bad. I know they're ba- they're bad. They're I- fucking boring. I have weird affinity for Clear and Present Danger, but that's just because I saw it when I was very impressionable still. I've seen it again since. It is kind of a boring movie, but one I still enjoy. But I like Harrison Ford a lot, and Henry Cherney says boom better than anybody. So watch that movie. You'll know the moment. It's awesome. Uh, This movie, though, is easily the worst of all of them. (laughs) Okay. Maybe. It's, It's like... I haven't seen some of all fears in like a decade. So it's like tied for last place with that mm-hmm. movie. Like it probably goes Patriot games, then hunt for October, then clear and present danger. And then those two. So yeah, Jack Ryan shadow recruit, Chris Pine, 
is Jack Ryan in this one. I generally like Chris Pine. That said, I've never liked him outside of that first Star Trek movie, which is too bad. Like, I, I didn't even dislike him in the second Star Trek movie. I just didn't like that movie. But he's doing a good job. It's just, I saw that This Means War movie, and it was terrible. It was just so bad. Reese Witherspoon, okay. like McG, it was like a romantic comedy with spies. Gross. Tom okay. Hardy, it's 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 really bad. Um, this was not that bad. It was just the thing that was wrong with this movie is there was like no surprises ever. Like, okay, I was reading like I do this thing where after I see a movie I wasn't that into, I kind of start going through IMDb reviews to find my opinion. And I found yeah. someone basically wrote my opinion. Exactly. It was like the marketing for this movie, like all of it was like, don't trust anyone. Who do you trust? Like it was kind of like, ooh, espionage secrets. And then he's like, spoilers past this point. Everyone who said like everyone is exactly who they say they are in that movie. No Great. one okay. ever betrays anyone. The bad guy is very clearly the bad guy and tells you essentially he's the bad guy like right away the other like shadow like uh i guess sleeper agents in america the first thing you see them doing is like stabbing a guy so it's just like okay well they're bad guys and nothing changes ever and it's like two so hours you know who like, to trust right away you know exactly who to trust and like there's like a moment where it's just like you know you got to like, you got to decide if you trust me. And then it's just like, okay. And then he decides to trust Kevin Costner and turns out Kevin Costner is totally on the level and it's fine. And Mm -hmm. that was okay, I guess, but it was just kind of like, you basically expect something to be awry or like someone to not be who they say they are or some intrigue to happen. And it was just like, no, there are terrorists and they're going to do this thing. And then Jack Ryan stops them from doing it. And then the movie's over. And it just kind of leaves you with nothing to think about. Like, you just walk out of that movie and you're just like, okay. like It's done. That's it's it. done. It's over. Yeah. And it's cl- the box is closed. There's no loose strings or anything. That sounds I, real shitty. Yeah, it's just, it was, like, reasonably well shot. And, like, the actors were doing fine and all of that. But it's, at the end, it just leaves you with literally no reason to care about it ever again in your life. So it's just like, all right, well, I'll just throw that out like empty that folder and then it's just there it's gone so that's why i forgot like i saw that that week and then forgot about it like immediately because it's just so underwhelming which is too bad because i actually like have affinity for this character and this kind of world trotting like cia crazy stuff going on but yeah just nothing like just nothing at all kenneth brana directed it he plays the bad guy and he's fine but again like just no surprise he you know he's bad and he's bad and then he does bad things and then jack ryan says no and stops him and yeah just dude like whatever like it almost feels like not even worth getting into because that movie didn't do well like no one really cared it opened in like third it's already like done essentially but yeah i think it's just like i felt weirdly beholden to like at least mention it because i am actually a fan of the franchise (laughs) so yeah just watch Hunt for October and Patriot Games. Just like those are good movies. I I think I remember them being good, but maybe I should watch them again and make sure. But yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, movies. let's move on. Completely un unremarkable. Unremarkable. I talk about unremarkable stuff. Exciting. 
Yeah. But yeah, I guess just don't waste your time. Like I just saved you like two hours. <clears throat> you just listened to me for like five minutes and I saved you some time. So there, there you go. Oh man. R- Rob what? Bapp one saw I Frankenstein. I'm very curious. Like I want to know about that movie. Cause that looked like it, like this, this movie didn't have train wreck appeal either. It was just flat, like just nothing. Whereas I Frankenstein yeah. could be so bad. It's actually kind of extraordinary. It has potential to do that. Okay. Maybe. So I'm like, that's one Brittany and I basically agreed today. Cheap theaters. Yeah. So we'll go see that, but not pay big money for it. You know, it has, right. Of course. But like $5, get some decent popcorn or something. They have cotton candy at that theater. So good, good evening guaranteed, regardless whether Aaron Eckhart brings it on screen. So, but you know, he will. I mean, one way. That's the thing though. I thought the core was kind of amazing, and that's okay. an Aaron Eckhart movie that is critically maligned. So maybe like this might this might weirdly appeal to me in some way. Maybe Suspect Zero not great. I watched it. It's okay. You know, I loved Eckhart, it. I didn't love it. So you loved it. I didn't love Suspect Zero. You heard it. You true. heard it here first. He loved it. Let's move on. Okay. You ready? Sure. Yeah. Are you actually ready? What's well, what I kind of talk about like I watched that movie in the break room at Rogers. Okay. So, no, let's know. go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Done. Yeah, no, it's okay. Oh, that's it. That's my fascinating okay. story. I, I would so I, I would go down to the like the block a bit and get Vietnamese food and then go back to work and they had a little and watch movies. Couch. And yeah, I'd watch movies there. I watched uh, me myself and Irene that way too. Like split up oh. in half hour chunks over like a week. <clears throat> that reminded me of what I did last week. All right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I watched 21 and over. Oh. And <laughs> yeah, did you see that. First of all, no, I saw your assessment of it. And it just seems like unremarkable things. The podcast. That's what we talk about this week. So like kind of. Yeah, that movie is terrible. Like it goes for the like coming of age, like post like graduate school sort of thing that like an American pie would try to do, but it doesn't have any of the charm that American pie had, which was very little to begin with. Yeah. None of the characters are likable. You don't care about any of their situations, let alone the big twist about the one character who's passed out drunk. When you find out he has a gun and was like, the cops came and he was kicked out of his dorm room. Oh, by the way, it's obvious. He tried to kill himself. Why else would he have a gun? Yeah, it's obvious because he has like an overbearing father and he was failing his classes. So why else would he like put two together? There was a gunshot in the dorm room. Yeah, was taken that he was taken away. And when like they find him later, he has already a file at the like health center on campus sort of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's obvious that he tried to kill himself. And that's the big reveal or something. I don't. (laughs) Honestly, it really doesn't matter because every character in that is just such a terrible archetype for everything I hated about school and different types of people that you would meet in college that I could not care less about any of their situations. I hope the one guy does become a deadbeat alcoholic and drinks himself into a coma. I hope the kid with the overbearing Asian father did kill himself, and I hope the other guy who was supposed to be their friend but doesn't really like them 
just turns out to be lonely for the rest of his life. I don't give a fuck. So just that angry movie, at these characters and just staring at them angrily as the movie goes on. It's, it's just, just aggressively oh. not good. Like they're they're don't try to do anything good. They have a few gags in there that you're like, okay, and then that's it. Like mm-hmm. whatever. It's completely unremarkable. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Twenty one and over. Go fuck yourself if you like it. Now the next movie I watched. I know there's a review for it on our site. So and I'm pretty to... sure he loved it. No, I think he kind of like liked an aspect of it or something. So he focused on that. But he liked yeah. one aspect of it. I don't remember. I, I, I remember it wasn't super vitriolic negative like you just did. I think it was kind of like, eh, it's all right. Like that kind of appraisal. But you're saying, no, it's terrible. Okay, the second so, movie I watched after that was World yeah. War Z. And that How? movie is not that movie is not as bad as I had been led to believe it would be. Okay. Honestly, it's really not that bad because there are enough different parts in that movie that it feels like every zombie movie I've ever watched in a way put together in one solidly made piece of cinema, which is if you're tired of zombie movies, then of course, whatever, who gives a shit. But if you're kind of on the fence or whatever, it's still okay. Brad Pitt does his thing. He's a decent actor, so he can carry a movie and he does because he's like the only character in most of it that it okay. follows. They have the part where you actually try to care about his family a little bit because they have this is what the problem is is that 21 and over doesn't have the 5 minutes. That's right. 5 minutes that World War Z has to establish who this character is, what he's like with his family, what his family likes life. And why you should care about them. Because it's obvious there is like a weird. Like in that five minutes you're able to tell. That they all love each other. And they want to get through this sort of thing. And he has a history of being able to survive. Blah blah blah. That's where 21 and over lacks. Is that it doesn't have the five minutes. To give you a sense of why you should give a shit about anybody. So it felt okay. When there was like tension there. When, with his family or whatever, when they're safe, then it becomes a kind of one-on-one, like, globe-trotting adventure to find out where Patient Zero is, which I found was kind of cool, going mm-hmm. to these different places and, like, talking to different people and stuff. And then they find the big breakthrough that's like, well, we don't know how to cure it, but we know how to kind of just, like, live with it sort of thing and fight it. But there's they still do the thing where Brad Pitt does what every single Navy scientist and everybody working in the whole world couldn't do, and he figured out a way to basically save humanity. Really? That is like, so single-handedly? Fucking, that's so fucking stupid. Did you it's watch it? It's not like he's witness to it. He actually makes it happen. Like, can I tell you what's going on or no? Uh, whatever. I'll, I'll respect your decision either way. No, dude. Like, I mean, it's kind of this thing where it's like everyone I've heard talk about this movie basically says either what you just said, where it's like, it's not as bad as I thought it was, <clears throat> or they really like it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't I don't know what to believe anymore. I okay. just I just I'm going to continue kind of not caring. So I don't care very much. So you can go ahead, I guess. OK, alert for everyone. World War Z. We're going to spoil the movie. You know, and then we're going to talk about the very end of The Last of Us. So get ready, double shot, spoiler time. Go. I I would prefer not talking about the end of The Last of Us. I'm still playing through it, kind of. 
Oh shit. Okay, good. I I was about to <laughs> Okay. Whoops. Were you actually about to just I was about it? to just drop a one sentence boom, so I won't do that. Uh okay. get shot. Okay. So in World War Z, they don't know what is like really cause they know it's like a viral infection of some sort or whatever but they don't know how to fight it like vi- like with vaccines or anything but what Brad Pitt notices alone is that these monsters or zombies will not actually attack they completely ignore aka don't see quote unquote the people that already have deathly illnesses because it's like this whole instinctual thing that like predators will not prey on weak and diseased creatures because they are just useless sort of thing. So okay. these zombies will not attack or like even look at people that they can sense that they have like a deadly fatal disease sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So the plan is we're going to give everybody in the world a fatal disease <laughs> that is curable so they can go in, not be detected by zombies, and reclaim cities and stuff. So, so he like, single-handedly comes up with this idea, tries it out himself in a last-minute, like, epic moment sort of thing, where it's like, well, he has to do this, or he either way, he's going to die, so he might as well try it sort of thing. And he it just works. happens to have, like, a bag of malaria or something? Like, no, is- he was at the he's at the World Health Organization sort of thing after yeah, a yeah, yeah. crash that he survives. Anyways, <laughs> okay, that's actually the other thing I want to ask you about, but go ahead, go ahead. So he's there. They he, they come up with this idea and they're like, I don't know, it might work. The problem is the wing where we keep like these diseases quarantine sort of thing and like a freezer is covered in zombies. So like they go in as a team. Everybody else gets out except him. He's trapped in there, but he's in the room with the stuff. And then yeah. it's kind of like, well, I'm going to use this because if it if it doesn't work, I can't get back and I'm going to die anyways. If it does work, then like whatever, I'm going to get back either. Either way, there's a chance of dying. So what's yeah. other, what are we going to lose? Yeah. And then yeah. it works and then it works. It yeah. So it works. He single handedly came up with the idea, tested it and started and like called the people to implement it immediately. Amazing. He single handedly saved the whole world. Good job, Brad Pitt. You did it. You did it. That's that thing, is a dumb was, ending. That was kind of Sean's issue. I remember him saying is like Brad Pitt is invincible and it's kind of annoying. <laughs> and the plane crash thing you just said sounds incredibly dumb. Like, it's just like, you want to know about the plane crash? Everyone dies. Brad Pitt walks away from that accident. Do you want to know about the plane crash? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you about the plane crash. Zombies yep. like start attacking on board he takes a grenade, he throws it, destroys the plane midair, it falls, and he wakes up in his seat still buckled. What? And everyone else is dead? Except for the pers- the person, the one person he was with. Everyone else, every single other human being on that aircraft was completely obliterated. Like via airplane crash or they like all the, got eaten or like the or... like the person behind him sort of thing was dead obviously <laughs> stupid okay yeah that's that's pretty dumb that that's pretty dumb i guess okay last thing does the like the thing that kind of put me off from the trailers was like the 
ants kind of swooping around thing the zombies do in this movie. It looks like they kind of just swarm. Did that other, like, did that effect look okay or was it kind of weird? It actually looks okay, but it's kind of gross. Okay. She's like, Oh, get away. Zombies are clamoring all around. Anything that swarms is gross. When you have multiples of anything and they're moving in succession towards a common goal, it's disgusting. It's kind of freaky and weird. But, I mean, it it makes sense. They're all trying to get through this wall or whatever. Yeah. So, like, they're all clawing at it. And, of course, some of them are, like, on top of each other because the other ones got knocked down. And they just kind of built, like, a natural wall. Like a... Yeah, yeah, okay. It was a heap. It wasn't like they were using each other as a ladder or anything. They weren't coordinating. They were just kind of all piling so heavily that they would heap over stuff. Okay. Yeah. W- worth the time, I guess? Is it? Eh. Alright. I've been very indifferent about a lot of stuff this past year where it's just like, I don't I don't care. I just don't care. Like, you can supposed continue to, get, to be that way. Huh? You can continue to be that way with this movie. But you know what? If you ever do watch it on Netflix, I don't think you'll waste your time doing it. Okay. I hope it shows up there then one time. I'll just go, eh, sure, whatever. I'll click on that and eat this pizza. Probably is what will happen. I do like the globetrotting thing a lot, though, where it's like, oh, okay, well, we're going to go to Korea because that's like where some early reports of it happen. And then Mm. they're just like, no, I don't know anything about this, blah, blah, blah. But you know... Those Israelis, they're totally fine. They built a wall a week before it happened. And then he's just like, oh, shit, they knew something was going on. Let's go to Israel now. Like, I like that part of it. Okay. And that like, accounts for the middle of the movie. After that, it's like, eh, whatever. Mm. All right. I was going to kind of ask about the book or something, but I don't think either of us read it. So it doesn't really matter. Um, I read most of it, actually. Okay, like it's like diary entries from all around the world. Is that kind of how they yep. tie them in? No, nope. in this movie, no. Nope. It follows one dude who does everything. No, I know, but it's like maybe the point of inspiration to go to all these places. Maybe you might like. I've heard it's like extremely loosely adapted. Like Max Brooks kind of distanced himself from the movie a little bit. Was like this is its own thing. I don't know what they did really. So. It could be fine. I don't, I don't know. Like he just kind of did not have a big creative hand in this. So because I'll tell I'll tell you, I could see why he did it. Watching yeah. the movie is because from what I have read that Max Brooks has done, he likes to do the zombie fiction in a way that it's actually either happening or already happened, and yeah. it's kind of like a real life adaptation of like somebody's journal entries for World War Z specifically, or like how to fight these monsters in a zombie survival handbook or whatever like Mm -hmm. he likes to take it as a real life thing and informative like documentarian look at it whereas world war z the movie is literally like brad pitt saves the world zombies like yeah it was kind of more like i am legend kind of mentality or something but not not thought out like i am legend is at all okay like with character stuff at all okay so significantly stupider than that movie and i wasn't blown away by that either but sure yeah all right movies those are some those are some movies that we watched um it sounds like one of them was okay and then two of them were either terrible or just a waste of time 
just not. I wouldn't say World War Z is terrible. Maybe a no, no, no. I'm not. saying 21 and over and Jack Ryan were like the forget about those. Oh, okay. World War Z is like okay, it's all right. Sounds like kind sure. of the summation. It's like you you could do worse. It's it's a movie. So cool. Voicemails, emails, e- emails. Maybe I, people don't really email us much though, do they? Did they this week about that thing I no. asked them last week? Or okay, honestly, I ha- no. Actually, I was gonna say I haven't checked, but that's a lie because I have two of the main site emails going to my Outlook, so I would get them as they come in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nobody has emailed us. That is okay though because people have sent in with the voicemails. We are sticking with the three maximum per person. Okay. And um, they're all under. They're all a minute and under, so that's a good length. Maybe okay. we should specify that so people don't try sending like three, four minute <laughs> things. Like either. yeah, it's like all right. Well, I can't do nine, so I'll do one nine minute one. There you go. And you're just like, no, nah, that's not what we meant. So, right. Yeah. But okay. are you ready? I'm ready. I'm, ready. I'm, I'm ready excited, even. Yeah, okay. It's Let's time for the dubbed Marshmallow Minute. I just saw Mr. that. Marshmallow. So. Yeah, there you yeah go. with Mr. Marshmallow. Here we go. Hey, Paul. Hey, Nate. As you may know, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate was announced and will be here early 2015. Oh, my God, I am so hyped. To clarify, this is not the version Japan has right now, but a newer, better game. I can't wait to fight the returning monsters from the games before try. Monster Hunter 4 added the ability to fight monsters after they die. Zombies, motherfucker! Try fucking with Tigrix now that he's one of the undead. Newbies are gonna get fucked. It also added two <laughs> new weapons. The Charge Axe and the Insect Staff. If you were wondering what those are, let me tell ya. The Charge Axe is a weapon that transforms from a sword and shield to a fucking massive exploding axe of pain and doom. Holy this axe shit. makes Cloud's Buster Sword seem reasonable. The insect staff is the most badass staff you'll ever see. Picture Keelix staff, but not annoying because only you can wield it. My question is, will either of you be watching Last Second Heroes Monster Hunter videos? They'll be guest starring yours truly. I'll see you at the stream. Peace out, bitches. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. First, first of all. Monster first Hunter. of all. Yep. I have to cut out that peace out, bitches, for our soundboard. That oh, has no. to happen. All right. Because not then when we're talking about... I don't know. See, that was okay. I think the funniest part is newbies are going to get fucked. (laughs) And it's like, great. I am a newbie to Monster Hunter. I guess I'll just stay away from this one, too. But it sounds fine, I guess. That's a Nintendo exclusive at this point, right? I don't know why I I, I think so. I'm sorry. I don't know why I found that so funny. It's just, it's just because he's so excited, and I love it. I love it when people are passionate about something and they're talking about it. Because then you get great stuff about, like, zombies, let's see them take on this or whatever. Newbies are going to get fucked. And you're just like, yeah, they this probably are. Oh, shit, I am a newbie. I am going to get fucked by a zombie tyrannosaur? I don't know the monster names. I apologize for my ignorance. I will be watching Last Second Heroes videos. Only because you asked me to. There you go. And I'm assuming that's a try ultimate or whatever, right? Like that's. I'm guessing so. Um, it's a big one. I mean, if they wanted to, they could showcase it on vid. 
pixel-response.com as well. Mm-hmm. That's always an option. I don't know. We'll take. I mean, I'll take a look. I can't speak for you, obviously, but about Monster or about the stream specifically? About the videos that they're okay. putting up. I mean, maybe like see what Monster Hunter is all about. Like, just be like, what? What is this? What should I play this? I don't know. I've been like vaguely. Okay, I like fighting big monsters because I like Shadow of the Colossus, but that hasn't transferred over to like Lost Planet and stuff. Like, I, just the way Capcom does some of this stuff, I don't know. I, I still think Dragon's Dogma is going to be my window into that mentality. But yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, Monster Hunter is crazy. I I don't. Know. When is the stream? Do we know? It's when not a stream. It's YouTube videos. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy then. Yeah. All right. Yeah, exactly. Like if it was a stream, that's harder because I might not be around. It's like, but like it, since Thursday it's videos, night, six p.m. Four hours of Monster Hunter. It's just like, oh man, I don't know. But well, okay. Like, but since Bite it's size, videos, why not? We can yeah, watch them whenever. Little monster, you know, just sit down with that pizza I keep talking about, and you know, watch a video. That could happen. Newbies are going to get fucked. Marshmallow two thousand fourteen, written in the quote dictionary. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Here we go. Hey, Paul. Hey, Nate. My model kit still haven't been shipped. Fucking back orders. In other Gundam news, I like the newest Build Fighters episode. I finally found out why Say's dad is never around. Spoiler alert, he's not dead. Isla totally <laughs> has the hots for Reiji. There was also a new video showing some of the new MS that will be an extreme versus full boost for PS3. Shin Matsunaga and Johnny Ridden and their high mobility Zakus are in. So I don't hyped. A word you're There's saying. always new Gundam stuff happening. My question is, when the hell are either of you going to watch Gundam? You can watch Girl and Lion because fucking flies are suggested, but when I, the greatest <laughs> mod in the history of mods, suggest you watch something, you're just like, meh? I'll see you at the stream. Angrily. You can watch current login because fucking flies are suggested? <laughs> Damn, shots fired heard around the world. That seemed like a question Brittany should be asked because I didn't understand a fucking word he said. Uh, like specifics about Gundam, yeah. I, I clarified some stuff because like, the chat was asking about Brittany's Gundam figure last week. And I was like, which did you watch the show? She's like, oh yeah, like Gundam Seed and all this. So she's seen a bunch. I don't know if she has them, maybe. So I could conceivably okay, watch Gundam so, at some point. But That could happen. I'm let me more get this straight. In Evangelion, though, personally, but let me get this straight. She would understand what he means when he says, "Oh, hey, Nate, my model kit still haven't been shipped. Fucking back orders." In other Gundam news, I like the newest Build Fighters episode. I finally Build found fighters? out why Say's dad is never around. Spoiler alert: he's not dead. Isla totally has the hots for Reiji. There was also a new video Reiji's showing some not. of the new MS that will be an extreme versus full boost for PS3. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) It's very specific. It's like if you're talking about very specific lore from a show. Like, it's just if you haven't seen it, it makes no sense to anyone, right? So it's just like, man, that part where Aaron caught the cannonball. It's just like, what are you talking about? But see, like, what I'm asking you is that would Brittany be able to conceivably listen to that and be like, I'm with you, bro. I know. Unless it's uh, if it's a recent Gundam series, probably not. But maybe unless some of the characters are the same. I don't know. Maybe. So, as far as Mr. Marshmallow is concerned, she's probably a better fit for this show for what he's interested in than you or I. For, like, an anime consultant, maybe, yeah. So, 
Fair enough. But I, I'm trying. What was the first bit? Like some uh, back order? Like a toy wasn't shipped or monocle? That's what I kept. Oh, hearing. dude, dude. Like and I don't know. Don't even talk to me about back orders and stuff not being shipped. I waited two weeks for a fucking shirt with okay. Nathan's face on it. <laughs> so I know. I feel your pain, brother. I get it. But I think his question is, when are you going to watch Gundam? Um, it is so far on the backlog of stuff I'm interested in in anime that I'm going to say conceivably not within the next two years. Wow. Well, just give it to him straight. Just be honest. Just like probably not soon. Just because I've had so much time to do it my whole life because they used to rerun that shit a lot on TV up here. And I always turned it off. I just wasn't interested in it at all. So it's very conceivable. I will probably never. Yeah, I mean, there's it. stuff like I'm have vested interest in that I haven't checked out. Like, there's a Persona Four anime. I love that game. Haven't watched it yet. So, yeah. And that's the thing. There are Constantly. other animes people have recommended to me that I've looked a little bit into, and they seem way more in like touch with what I'd be interested in than giant robots. That's just I mean, the thing. Yeah. I like that, you know, you like Pacific Rim a lot, though. So I like Pacific Rim a lot, but that's because that's basically Godzilla. Okay, so you're more Godzilla affinity than robot affinity. Because those robots in that movie are basically like just giant mechanical monsters. Yeah. Fighting other monsters. I don't care about seeing robots fighting robots. It's the same reason why I honestly have never cared as much about Transformers as anybody it seems ever the, I, I was I saying only, this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I, no, I'm actually ahead. a little bit curious about some of the recent video games. Cause I've heard they're kind of cool. Okay. So and it's I've like, playing... I want to play fall of Cybertron. Like I want to play it like that'll happen, but mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be a while, but yeah, just, I don't know which game it is. I was playing, I was playing, uh, I think war for Cybertron. One of them. Today, that was the preceding was... one that was supposed to be pretty good. I was, well. I was playing that one. It is less about robots to me and more about a mechanically very well third per- done third person shooters where you can turn into a car. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's great. Like, why not? This is what Transformers has always been to me is that it was great as toys because you would play with it like a robot and you would like destroy buildings or play with your monster figures as well. But Mm -hmm. then it would also become a fire truck and you were now a firefighter. It was two toys in one sort of thing. Yeah. Like the notion of just you hit a button and then you drive out of there. That sounds like it could be fun, like fun to do in a game. Yeah. So I kind of want to check that out. Like if that's my window into the Transformers lore, fine, I'll take it. But I just want to play fun video games and it looks potentially cool. I'm going to say play war for cybertron it is surprisingly very well made okay. really well made it's actually very good for and someone who I doesn't like care that... about the lore oh no we lost nathan i think i can't tell actually. i'm seeing if anyone in my library has that i do but you're not showing up in here anymore <laughs> okay we got to get that fixed we do Anyway, let's. But yeah, let's move on to the last Mr. Marshmallow voicemail. Here we go. Hey, Paul. Hey, Nate. Meowth was happy you streamed during the day, but I'm not. What the fuck, Krasner? Why can't you stream at night like a normal person? Some of us need to sleep. 
how the fuck do you expect me to be up at 2 p.m. when I'm still up at 4 a.m.? Anyway, <laughs> now that question. is out of the way, I have separate questions for you two. Paul, okay. are we ever going to see you and Aaron play a co-op game like a few nights in a row? I like Aaron. She's cool. Okay. I guess I'll answer that first. Oh, you paused it? Um, okay. Like, maybe. She doesn't like video games as much as I do. Okay. So, And she doesn't like the idea of playing them for, with people watching because then mm. she feels like she's on the spot. Like stresses, so, additional stress. That is th- like, that's a thing at like floor shows, like trade shows and stuff too. People are like nervous to play demos because they feel like they're doing a bad job. Like, but oh, see, I'd, I've learned from go. doing, I've learned from doing stuff like this. I no longer fucking care. I'll yeah. just grab that controller and play and fail and then throw it down. Like I'm fine. Cause that's its own thing. Like who cares? Yeah. Gotcha. Right. But, um, I mean, conceivably, yes. I know she, her and I were going to do Kirby's Epic Yarn together on a stream one day. So that would probably happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's my answer there. Next, okay. the next part's for you. Yep. As for you, Krasner, what's the word on the top down perspective pizza eating contest? I'll see you at the stream. Um, I like specifically the next uh, Saturn stream we did, I brought it up as like, I don't feel well today for a pizza eating contest. Cause I kind of didn't. And they were just like, Oh no. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Um, John did eat pizza that day before the stream, but it wasn't really a contest set setting. So who do you think would win between you three? Cause I know Sean wouldn't just because like he just get grossed guy. out kind of. Well, Okay, let's imagine for a second that we live in a world where Sean, probably the healthiest dude I talk to ever, yeah, would eat a shitload of pizza for an internet contest. Let's live in that world for a second. Yeah, the stuff he eats is healthy. Is healthy stuff. He's very active. All that stuff. His body could not physically handle that much disgusting garbage piled into it. Right. Whereas, like, John and I maybe have built up a tolerance. Like, I, I don't mean, know, honestly. I know John eats a lot of pizza. He I likes mean, I'm pizza gonna, a lot. I'm going to admit that, like, it means tan- tangentially related, but I feel it's, like, within the same ballpark of food choices. Within the last yeah. two weeks, I've eaten two sacks of salt and vinegar chips, both in one sitting, because that's just what I do. How much if, so, okay, say, <laughs> say we order two pizzas, you and two, I. Yeah. How much of your pizza do you eat? All of it. Yeah, okay. So we're on the same page. And, yeah. like, maybe a little bit of the other one if there's any left. If you're still hungry. Like, Sometimes. It's, like, it depends. Like, it's not, I, a, pro- it, it's not a problem. Like, every time I bake no. a pizza, like, it's like, this is a meal. And then I eat the no. pizza. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because I ate one of these baked pizzas today. We have plates here that are as big as the pizzas you put in the oven and heat up yourself. Mm -hmm. So I will bake a pizza, put it on that plate, and I won't even cut it. I'll just eat from the crust in and then back out. Like I'll that just sounds have, that's, like challenging just from like holding it. I always cut it because we have a pizza cutter and it's really easy to do that. But no, that pizza is just mine though. Like it I'm is not cutting just, it to share it. No, it, it's not share. It's just to manage it easier. So, right. Yeah. And I know for a fact John can do the same because. Mm-hmm. He, like every time we have got together or whatever and went for supper, it's been for pizza basically. Like yeah. he likes pizza a lot. I like pizza's great. I really like pizza. 
Um, I get sick of it though. I really do sometimes. So yeah, it can be. There can be too many times. Like it is a very like easy to go back to pizza a lot. We do a lot. I was doing the recycling this week. Tons of pizza boxes. Like it's just like wow. Oh, pizza boxes are the worst. Oh, I can't remember where it is. I think it's Pizza Hut. They yeah. have this big box menu or combo thing or whatever, mm-hmm. and they give you like two pizzas, a thing of wings, um, <clears throat> a thing of bread, and like a cheesecake after. <sighs> and it co- all in one like, box. It literally comes in this giant box, and it's the biggest pain in the ass to throw out because there is a big box, and inside that box is a box for each pizza, a box for the bread, a box for the wings, and a box for the for the cheesecake. So, so it's just a box of boxes. A- it's just a dense cardboard mass that you need to somehow fit into a recycling bin. Yeah. You can't. You can't. It yeah. doesn't fit in the recycling bin without breaking it in half. I, I've had to like cut up stuff and like crunch boxes to get them in there. Um, yep. Pain yeah, in the ass. I, I I think I would fare okay in a pizza contest, like if I'm in the right headspace or whatever. But yeah, as to when it will happen, like honestly, right now is, is that thing where Sean is not in the same country as us, so that's a factor. Um, it, I guess we could like ask him, like, hey, do you want to opt out of the pizza contest? And then John and I could invite you to be part of our pizza contest. I don't want to be a part of your disgusting, greasy pizza contest. You don't. Okay. Not really. I misread like, our discussion as interest in pizza for I, professional uh, no, contests. No, no, do not get me wrong. I okay. like pizza. Yeah. I will not eat it professionally because for one thing, if I lose, I'm going to be the source of ridicule for the rest of time. If yeah. I win, I am going to feel like shit and probably throw up. Yeah. So either way, I am not winning that art, that contest, and I'm not taking part of it. What I will do is I will sit there while you two do it, and I will film it, and then eat whatever is left over. Okay. Casually. I mean, have you like? I just think to Mega Sixty Four's Christmas tradition of no. eating until you're sick. No. no, don't. It makes me sick every time. Every they, year, I yeah. get sick at Christmas because of them. I only listen to the audio version, and I it's think bad. that's better, but you're still no. hearing just, like, your imagination is filling in blanks, and it's just like, I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't like that. That's gross sound. Like, yeah, it's it's something. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't ever want to eat to that level where I, like, am ill physically, you know? So, yeah, it's probably a bad idea. I don't know when that could conceivably happen, but... It's still, thanks for reminding us, it's on our minds, I guess. We'll keep thinking over that as a potential special thing to do one day. Okay. And what was, wasn't there a first part of that, though? Like, I was getting chewed out for something? Oh, streaming in the middle of the day. It's just kind of when it works out, you know, but. On the days you're off, obviously. Yeah. um, Yeah. But yeah, I guess. I, I might do the thing where it's just like, all right, I'm going to turn this on and I am like five hours into Darksiders and I'll play a little bit of it here online and then resume playing it offline. And hopefully that's fine. But yeah, yeah, I'm self-conscious about it. I don't know what the etiquette is for how much you're supposed to chronicle of your playthrough. But uh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, next uh, next question. 
Here we go. Hey guys, me again. Just hoping you had a good week and all that stuff. Uh, question I do have talking going on about horror games again is, uh, have you played The Suffering? And the reason I ask that is because it does psychological horror really well to me, even though it's a pretty action-heavy game. But if not, if you haven't played it, you should definitely try it out, considering I think it's technically freeware now, since the U.S. Air Force released it as that. Why the U.S. Air Force, I'll never know. But Also, what are some games that you just enjoy playing over and over again, even years after they've come out? Uh, First part of the question, um, I played a little bit of The Suffering, but I know you're an aficionado. So no, that's not true, but uh, I think it was it was Tavis, the guy I worked with, was really into that game and prompted me to kind of start looking for it. I have, I have a copy now on Xbox, which I think is uh, supposed to be a good version, but is he suggesting the PC version is available for free? Yeah, I guess. Because if that's the case, like I, I will easily download that and check that out. I, I've been curious about that game for a while. The things I remember hearing about it is like the blood from your enemies would stay on you over the course yeah. of that game or something. And you're this dude, Torque, who is in prison in the 50s, and there's a lot of cursing. That was a Midway game, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. like I, I've been curious enough about it to pick it up. I have yet to crack into it, but... I'm, I'm intrigued, certainly, and okay. I don't mind action mechanics as long as they're good, which I guess brings me to my second like answer. Resident Evil 4? That's a, that's a good game. I go back to that game. Okay. I've done that a couple times, and the Ultimate HD version comes out in like a month, so that's yep. cool. That's that's cool. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think, like, Wario's Woods? Thomas Classic. What? Super Mario 3D World? No, sorry, Mine that is- just came out. Super Mario One is World. Mass Effect 2. That's like three years ago, but yeah. 2009? 10. No, it was early 2010. Was it 10? Yeah. It was, was like it? 10 okay. Or something. It was really but, early in the year, but yeah. Let me put it this way. When it came out, I beat it normally. Mm-hmm. And like I got it on PC, beat it normally, then beat it on Hardcore and Insanity, then bought it again on Xbox, beat it all three times the same way, unlocked everything then played through it again on Hardcore probably last year, and I'm now playing through it again. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah, that game's got me pretty uh, good. I guess I'll also say uh, Metal Gears 2 and 3 are games I go back to sometimes. So yeah. I don't go back to Metal Gear, and the reason for that is because I don't feel justified in spending less than the entire game. Like, I know, I always play it through when I play it, but... Sure. I mean, um, really, Resident it's Evil. just that HD collection lured me back, and I was, like, more than game to go through both of them again, so I did that. Resident Evil... Resident Evil Director's Cut. Okay. I revisit periodically. Resident Evil 2 as well. Um, I mean, there's ones I've been meaning to, but that they haven't happened probably says a lot, so... Like, the ones that are coming to mind is some of the Metroid games. I've been kind of thinking about playing uh, Metroid Prime again, but I haven't done that. Mm-hmm. I think those are it for me. I can't If I can't readily think about any others, I obviously don't play them enough to, for them to count. So, Yeah, I mean, some of the old Mario games and stuff, like that, that's a thing. Um, like, we have our NES hooked up right now. 
Actually, yeah. Be- yeah. I have those on, um, like, Super Mario 2 specifically. Okay. I have that on my DS, so I'll break that open on the bus or at work or whatever periodically. And I guess every now and then there's kind of a Zelda thing where like I'll just play one and it might not be the latest one it might be an older one and like I don't know they are they all kind of fill the same void so it's just like I want to play some Zelda and then I'll grab a Zelda and play it so yeah yeah those games those are some games but yeah I'll check out the suffering at some point if it's and I don't know why the Air Force would have acquired the rights to it that sounds weird but they've published games before so let me just see here. Anyway, is there uh, another query? There is. By the way, he didn't say it at the beginning. That is Onimetsu. Ah, okay. The chat. Okay. And he sent in another one. So let's go ahead and listen to that right about now. All right, guys. One last question. It's going to be on Deadly Premonition. Paul, I'm not sure how much this pertains to you because I'm not really 100% sure on your stance when it comes to the game. But I do remember Nathan saying that he really enjoyed it. But anyway, at what point during Deadly Premonition did you sit down and think, okay, I'm really digging this. I'm going to see it through the end. And what did you think of the story as a whole? Do you want to answer first or should I put my two I guess you can share your exposure to the game uh, first off. Right. Right from the beginning, the fact that it feels like Twin Peaks, the video game, I loved it. Mm-hmm. But, but there yeah. is enough mechanically wrong with it that I didn't finish it, so I put it down pretty quick. Probably driving sections, specifically. I, I actually really like the driving sections, because he'd talk about the most strange movies, and I was just like, always hoping that would happen when I started But going mechanically, it's just kind of terrible. Oh, it's cl- like the collision and like the way your car handles yeah. and stuff. That said, though, again, counterbalance, there's a windshield wipers button, and I loved that. You're right, and that is really cool, actually. Like, there was things where it's like, oh, there's actually turn signals. This game finally did it. Amazing. Like, there, there are things where it's just like, I am so ready to overlook how bad this plays because it's, like, going for weird stuff that I want it to do. So I think the point where I was like, it's... Like, it's really early. Like, it was either the first time I saw, like, the pause menu and just how weird it is really weirded me out. Like, it's just like there's that deer head. Yeah. And it's, like, looking at, like, it just creeped me out. But I don't know. It's, like, really early. It's, like, either, like, when I'm approaching the town and there's just this huge section where you just have to, like, run along the side of the road. And that's what you're supposed to do. And it's just like, this is so weird. Like, this open world is weird. But I think the point where I like it got its hooks in good was at the hotel, like the cutscenes okay. there where it's like yeah. you're you're eating like the coffee stuff and also you like the weird kind of giant long table and you're talking to this lady. You're talking like, about the like literally like ten minutes after the tutorial opening sort of thing. Yeah, tutorial. Right? Get to town. Get introduced. You're at the hotel. Like so pretty quickly. Like pretty quickly. I was yeah. really caught up in just yeah. how weird that game was being. And, like, once it started making, like, oh, right, right, right. No, yeah. It was, like, I tweeted something or, like, said something somewhere about how it was reminding me of the tone of An American Werewolf in London. Like, I was, like, it's, like, serious but goofy like that. 
And then, like, in the next chapter of the game, Francis York Morgan mentions that movie. And I was like, holy shit, I am on the exact same page as this game. This <laughs> right. is the greatest. And I was just, like, over the moon excited. It hit with, it big with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I totally acknowledge all sorts of stuff. Like, graphically, I it's that game has so many amazing problems, but I don't care. Like, it just does not matter. Sure. So, yeah, I, I still really like the game. I mean, I have the director's cut. I'm, like, ready to play it at some point. Like, I've played through the whole game, and then I've gotten, like, two, like, maybe a quarter into it again on Xbox, like, going for achievements and stuff. Yeah. But then, like, I've kind of just stopped using that console a lot. It might have honestly been Skyrim or something that interrupted me. Like, I was like, yeah. But, no, that game's really cool. Was there a more kind of specific question about it or was that it that was kind of that was it yeah okay yeah no that game that game got me good i would love to play that for game dudes by the way like we should play it yeah commentate or something i we can definitely do that 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 or switch off even i'm okay with that too yeah i mean yeah that i mean that game has been appreciated a lot like a lot of people really like that was a cult hit in a way people big really name people have really appreciated it too like in the industry so mm-hmm. i know it's not hurting for it's exposure. not at all so <clears throat> that like that said i i don't know if that oh no no there was a specific question it was like how do you feel about the story as a whole yeah okay i will say like not getting into exact specifics or whatever because you haven't seen all of it but Are like about the tree thing or something yeah, I mean, I was okay with, like, pretty much all of that. I kind of didn't like the final boss battle stuff. Like, the kind of, when it is revealed who's behind it, I was maybe a little underwhelmed by some of that stuff. I was just like, okay, like, all right. So, like, the payoff, like, there's stuff towards the end of that game that I thought was, like, really awesome. Like, narratively, like, switching perspectives and stuff. There's some cool stuff. But the actual like final hour of that game left me feeling a little bit cold. So it has some issues, but the most of the stuff you're doing, like investigating different murders and stuff and just kind of going from case to case and just generally interacting with this town, I thought was really great. So yeah. 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 Still something though. Still quite the thing. It is still quite a thing. Yeah. Actually, did I talk about like how 2010 is the year really the best year we like we talked about it before we went live last week. Okay. A little bit, but like, we didn't I, get specific. Like, I think it's like, maybe it's a bit, I don't even think it's hyperbolic. Like the same way people from our generation were like, dude, 1998, that was crazy. Like all these huge games. It's like 20, was it 98? 98 was ni- like, Half I thought Life 97 is when a lot of people were freaking out about stuff, too. I, I, uh, it's 98. It's okay. The one. I'm like, it, it's Half Life, Metal Gear, Starcraft. I think okay. the first Diablo or something. There, there's like a bunch of stuff that had legs and people still look back to is like, oh man, that was a game. Ocarina came out that year. Okay. Like, it's like got some heavy hitters, but 2010 for me was like, that was this generation's best year easily. Like just sure. beginning to end, like just January to December, like just like stuff all the time of just like, man, this is crazy. Like, this is a really good game. And like kind of didn't realize it at the time, like this was how the embarrassment of riches you were in. But it was kind of awesome. So, yeah, like, I mean, 
honestly, that was stoked up by like I was playing Darksiders this week, and it's just like yeah. this was a really great game, but it was also one of so many great games. It could it didn't make my top ten list because it was so full of great games. But I still really I'll like. You, I'll tell you what. Yeah, we should visit this a little bit, a little bit more in depth. But why don't we do it after we're done voicemails and do the like where people can follow us thing as we're leaving. Oh, yeah. yeah. OK, sorry to just keep going. No, no, it's fine because I do want to talk about this a little bit more. But I think we should get through e- voicemail sort of thing. We'll do the you can reach us at blah, 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 whatnot. And then mm-hmm. maybe I have a list here of some of the games I loved from 2010. Okay. Up. So yeah. maybe we'll take a look at some of the stuff that came out and just be like, that was really good. That was <laughs> we'll, really good. Holy we'll crap. reminisce a little bit. We'll yeah. end on a good note for once in our pathetic podcast lives. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, the movie sucked. Anyway, see you next week, you know. We'll Yeah. Yeah. High notes. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Here we start with Meowth Hour. Let's go. Hi, Paul. Hi, old McDude Ranch. And by the way, the old McDude Ranch was kind of a combination of Nathan's name on Risk of Rain, combined with old McDonald from old McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> but anyways, my question is, it's been very cold down here, and somehow I managed to catch a disease. So when you get sick, how do you treat your sickness? Because my sickness is kind of a common cold. Okay, okay. Wait, it's kind of a common cold, or it is a common cold. Because when you say you've contracted a disease, the mind does not go to a cold right away. Because people usually say, "I caught a cold." Right. So it's like I got a disease. I've cold. Like, know? oh shit, I have HIV. Or <laughs> just something, like or something just like really oh, serious. I contracted malaria. It's really bad. Yeah. Or it's like malaria in cold weather. The flu is like the lowest pneumonia, like that kind of stuff. Like sure. those are serious diseases but cold then you get up to like cancer and stuff and then it gets really depressing but it does but the zombies won't eat you if you have that so it's right kind of a brad pitt take, you know? has saved us all we are never getting vaccinations again yeah kind of a weird message in that movie when you think about it but uh yeah um i just have kleenex on hand a lot typically i drink tea more um, and we've, we've like, I was doing a lot of cough syrup and stuff. Specifically, we were getting the codeine stuff. That shit's bad for you. I, it, it made me like feel like, oh, I'm nice and warm and cozy and sleeping and stuff. But then, yeah, the next morning I feel all like gross. Like, just like, yeah, Whoa, my stomach's it's weird. Bad. Why is my stomach so weird? It's like, well, you were ingesting all this weird stuff. And you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. The side effects do say that. So, whoops. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't do that. I guess that is the lesson. Don't have that cough syrup. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'll Neo Citrin. You, t- I love Neo Citrin. I'll tell you what you do. That. Yeah, Neo Citrin okay. for sure. Yep. If you have a cold, especially with sinus problems, you put some socks into some warm water. You soak them, then you put them on when you go to bed. What? <clears throat> to help blood flow. It keeps, oh, okay. your blood fl- it keeps your blood flowing because your feet will get cold over the night. So when you're in sleep mode, your blood is still flowing throughout your body to help you heal mm. faster. But won't your bed get all damp? Like, that sounds terrible. Yeah. 
Not no, not too bad. You could hold them over the edge, I guess. Like move down a little bit so your feet are over the edge, and then the rest of you is covered. Would a hot water bottle do the same thing? Because like it gets cold. It might. Or, or is it easy to kick it away and then it won't impact your feet at all? I don't know. It might work. You could try okay. that. Okay. Um, I've never heard of that. That's all, interesting. In all honesty, a yeah. shot of whiskey in the morning helps clear off out a lot. Only really? one shot, though. Only joking? one. Okay. I'm not joking. Okay. <clears throat> that is a kind of treating the symptom, not the problem. Like it though. just burns away the mucus. You can't even, it won't kind even of. bother. It's just like, oh, yeah. it all melted. It, Okay. And more importantly, it'll get you going <laughs> like that. will get you going in the yep. morning. Okay. Um, hot toddies, which are usually like a bunch of really tasty shit, like cider and shit like that, mixed with rum and stuff like that, does the same thing. And mm-hmm. they're delicious. So again, if, that. if you're not of legal drinking age in your area, though, don't illegally mm-hmm. do these as cures. It's not if you want to go over the counter. Do some yeah. NyQuil, get all warmed, warm and toasty if you don't have to go out to work or school. Yeah. And just watch movies and fall asleep on the couch while intoxicated on nice things that make you sleep better. It kind of, it. yeah, it's kind of nice every now and then when you have like a mild sick day. We're just like, I shouldn't go anywhere because I'm going to make other people sick, but I'm still well enough to watch all of these John Carpenter movies. And then you have a good time. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Each one and one. Actually a disease. That was the thing. So And you had it. I did. That's what I did that week. It was uh kind of fun. Sorta. Of. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Next question. I think we got that right. Maybe. Yeah. Covered. Okay. And do Here we go. It. There's not m- many movies out lately. I would say much, but Dude Ranch would probably correct me on my grammar because he's a dude ranch. But anyways, uh, my question is, hey, Nathan, how are you handling the uh, the movie doldrums, as I call January and February, because there's not much movies in those two months? And are you going to see Divergent when it comes out? Because it looks really great, and I read the book. Uh, I don't know much about it other than Shailene Woodley is in it, who was in Descendants, and she was okay. I don't know. But like, I know it's a popular book series. We have it at our store. I haven't really looked into it, though. It's sci-fi. Kate, Winslet, Kate Winslet's there. So put, conceivably, I might watch it. Um, as for the next couple months, uh, I mean, the like uh, Ryan, the guy I usually watch movies with, instead of going out to see a movie, we went to his place and watched uh, Red Rock West, which is a Nicolas Cage movie from the early 90s. And it's pretty good. It's like actually like it's not one of those because Nick Cage is crazy. I think this is great. It's like actually a pretty good movie. It's a uh, right kind of reminded me of Blood Simple or uh, like No Country for a little bit. Like it's kind of that small okay. town uh, thriller thing, like just mistaken identities and crime. Dennis Hopper plays a big city con man or con man hit man. Very different jobs. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say so. That Very you don't different. want to confuse those two when you're hiring them. Exactly. Um, yeah. No, he's a hitman, um, and Nicholas Cage kind of acts like he's him to get some money because he's really running like on empty. He's got nothing. Like literally, his car's out of gas, and he just spent his last five dollars. <laughs> like he is done. 
Um, mm-hmm. So he's mistaken for this big city con man and kind of plays along. And then things get so bad. And it's great. Um, like just kind of seeing how things devolve. So I watch movies like that. I watch old movies when there's no good new movies going on. And yeah, the next one I'm looking forward to like a lot is Noah. So it's a couple months of nothing. So yeah, that's Netflix and anime and more video yeah. games. It, there's Catching never up, really. Yeah. 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 So that, that's how it, that's how I handle it. Um, cool. It might be actually good for the budget. You know, you don't have to go spend 1275 a couple times every week or whatever. Not doing that. So game money or music money. I catch up on music. But thinking about that. No, albums. you haven't. I have. Cause like, I'm sure there you don't are like music. I, I, I used to though. So it's like maybe that new arcade fire album is good. Maybe I like that last one. Maybe no, that it new... wasn't, it wasn't huh? made with just an electronic beeper. So you're not into it. All you're Wait, into it was the drops. You're oh, into the drops, big bass drops. That's the only thing you listen to. That's not true. I know that's not at all <sighs> true, actually. But and that's not the music Daft Punk makes either. Like the internet no. seems to act like it. I don't know. I saw an annoying thing today. Wait, but, people think yeah. Daft Punk makes dubstep? Well, I think there's a certain group of people that just call all electronic music dubstep. The same way, okay. th- like to be fair, in their defense. For a while, I called all electronic music techno because that's what people said. So I thought that's what it was okay. called. And it's just like, well, that's not true of all of it. So you're generalizing. Um, but yeah, that that comes up here and there. Just I saw a thing today where it was like, let the beat drop kind of thing. It's like they don't drop. There's not drops in their music. That's not what they do. Like they're a little no, better at they it. they don't. They also won a bunch of Grammys. I guess we could have brought that up, but whatever. It, it's the Grammys. I was still happy because they deserve a bunch of success and popularity and all that stuff, but do they, they got it. So they're, okay. they're doing good. Good. They had white suits. And it was, it was cool. Did you watch it? Did all you right. watch the video? No, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Sorry. Paul Williams. Anyway. All right. Okay. Next and final question. Okay. Oh man. Here we go. Okay. This question is kind of more important. Okay. So I'm watching uh, Paul play risk of rain and stuff when he uploads it onto YouTube because, you know, you're playing the game at midnight and I have to sleep. But anyways, uh, hey Paul, how can you play risk of rain? Because when I watch the game, it really, really looks tiny, like your guys and Mr. Dude Ranch and Sean. I notice that they look really tiny and I wonder how can you play when they look so tiny? It That was they, definitely... Okay. They aren't as tiny playing the game full resolution which I don't think you can go windowed mode or maybe you can I wouldn't but I mean there is a lot of what you might call dead space maybe like the your characters are very tiny and the worlds are very big yeah so there's a lot of just kind of like empty space so it makes it seem like your characters are tiny because it's not full of just like stuff everywhere for the most part but it kind of like that's the thing. Like the first video I saw of it was on Giant Bomb, and I definitely was like, "How are you supposed to keep track of like who what you're doing? Like you're just gonna get lost." Sure. But and you then do when a you lot do of times. sort of sometimes when there's a lot of chaos going on, but yeah, 
Um, when you're actually playing it, yeah, it's easier for you to kind of keep track of what you're doing and who you are. But yeah, I sure. also think it needs to have that sense of kind of environmental awareness because there's going to be monsters coming at you from all over. And also the scale of the monsters kind of needs to be yeah. accounted for. So it's not like you're just like yeah. accidentally wandering near a giant thing. It's like, no, you clearly see it. So and also, I think if they do that, like besides what you're saying here, it also helps them to make it challenging in a way, because with more space for things to spawn, they will spawn in more space, right? So like when it gets crazy, they just start spawning like everywhere sort of thing. Yeah. So you can, and that's it, cool. It is. Yeah. And there's yeah. just tons of monsters going on and stuff. So yeah, like, I guess it might be harder to follow when you're just watching it, but when you're actually playing, probably. It, yeah. It's, uh, it's easy enough. I almost wish like they have your name over your guy, right? They do. So you're kind of just watching for that sometimes in a way, like just to kind of differentiate yourself from everything else going on. Also, I think it's important to note that when you're playing this, you're kind of centered. Your character is centered in the scene. So when you're moving, the camera moves with you sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So you always know a basic idea of where your character is. Do you almost wish they had like a colored aura around you to differentiate no, yourself? I don't. Okay. It's not like, oh, I'm blue and that's my guy. I honestly don't have a problem. Like, and what I'm talking about is with the screen moving with you. Imagine Risk of Rain if it was done like old school Dungeon Zelda sort of thing where there was a screen and then when you go to the edge of the screen, it shifts and you that can would, move that around would ruin everywhere. That a sense of exploration, kind of, right? It would, but it would also get you fucking lost really quick. When there's that much chaos and stuff around without the screen moving to give you a sense of where your character is because the view likes to keep on, like, centered on you. Yeah. You get lost really easily. So there's that, too. I don't know. That, I mean, is this one of those things you play it, you get used to it, sort of thing and it's a non-issue yeah i find some of the platforming like really weird some of the platforming is terrible because i'm pretty sure it's randomly generated and you can't do some of it just straight like, up it's just like like or it's like so tight in a way that the game barely can handle like it's like i climbed up this chain to the top and then i have to jump off and hope i can catch the very bottom of this other one so i can keep going up and i have to go up in order to get yeah. the, the teleport. Like, it's just kind of weird. There's some yeah. parts where it's just like, this barely works. Like, this is hard to navigate. I mean, but, yeah, yeah, don't get us wrong. It's not a very well-polished game. But it's all. fun. It's still it's, fun. It's fun enough. It's fun enough with pe to play with, with people friends. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's kind of like NHL that 93 that way. It's just too bad that the strong points of it are the points that fight you to get to them like uh -huh. the multiplayer you can't just click a button and go join friends you have to go through third-party software or like opening weird ports and doing all this shit just to join your friend so i mean theoretically since i've been hosting i could just open if i could i could just open my port and then everybody would be able to connect through me yeah but I think we found hamachi works pretty good since we needed it anyways for that viscera game so yeah yeah, it's just weird that that came up like twice within a week of like connecting in a really weird, clunky, old school way. But, well, it yeah. sounds like netcode for multiplayer is just a fucking hassle 
Yeah. A lot of indie devs don't do, spend time on it at all. Hmm. So in that I still, way... I still think maybe... Spelunky multiplayer online would be like the best thing to make that game fresh again for me. But so we could yeah, play together. I doubt they're even working on that. <clears throat> they're just like, no, yeah. this is too precise for us to even consider. Let's not bother. So yeah, that's yeah, too bad. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, oh, that's, that's it, it for, for right? that's it for questions. So thank you to those as always for sending stuff in. If you would like to be part of the elite few that get to ask us questions. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you right now how to do that. Got a question or comment for the show? You can email us at podcast at pixelresponse.com or leave a voicemail using the voicemail feature on the right side of the main page. On Twitter, you can reach Nathan at Krasnor and Paul at Exposure. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash thepixelresponse and visit pixelresponse.com for more. That is the way you have to do it, of course. Why would you do it any other way? I don't mm-hmm. know. Doing it yeah. any other way will not net you the result where you can hear yourself saying things like... Hey, Paul. Hey, Nate. As you this. may know, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate... Was- <laughs> Sorry. I thought you already <laughs> cut out the bit. Like the, I, the, I, the I, no, I I can't while we're doing this because I need to hear where it starts and ends. So I don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I guess I. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I thought it was like as I was rambling about Jack Ryan, you're just like, all right, well, I'm just gonna load this up here. That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 2010. Yeah. I have a list here of 2000. Anybody can look this up. It's Wikipedia, and I mean, if you type in Google games released in 2010 or whatever just go to the page it's 2010 in video gaming and it has a list of titles that came out on what dates they came out of the years and blah 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 this is what i actually use to reference back for our game of the year like things we do yeah is that i'll go through the list and i will write down every single one that i have played and then i'll cut it down from that list but mm-hmm. we're gonna start at the very top the yeah, first- I know release bayonetta and darksiders january 5th 2010 both games completely amazing yeah those were like top 10 charting games for like a lot of people and yeah i I played both of them to completion and they're they're pretty great and i would play them today like they're very good so already let's like let's move a few weeks down mass effect 2 probably one of my favorite games period yeah, January Ever. 26th, a couple weeks later. I'm going to bounce back a little bit and acknowledge that I played Dark Void and thought it was okay, but who cares? Okay. Let's just move. Let's kind move of. On. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, kind of. Um, same I mean, week as Mass Effect 2, you also have No More Heroes 2, which was noteworthy at the very least. It was noteworthy. I didn't care about No More Heroes 1, though, so that, for me personally wasn't a thing, but I understand that people liked it. In that yeah. regard, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Also, Ultimate All-Stars came out or whatever. Yeah. Isn't that their definitive edition or whatever? Uh, that was that Wii fighting. Yeah, that was uh, well-liked. I mean, there's some misses here, too, in this year. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, of course. Like White but, Chronicles. Who gave a fuck about that? I know. Level <laughs> 5, You you people getting excited. And it's just like, no, they totally screwed no. up. It's not. Don't even worry about it. 
But in um, that regard, the people that loved JRPGs and yeah. loved Star Ocean got a Star Ocean game, too. Yeah. Like, and I mean, Stalker Call of Pripyat, I've heard good things about. I have it. I haven't checked it out yet, but whatever. It's pretty like, great. Even just thinking the games I played, I mean, February 9th, again, a pretty big week. Uh, Bioshock, Bioshock 2 and Dante's too. Inferno. I played both of those. And Okay. I mean, people can we, like, don't Can we like, talk about Dante's Inferno for a second? Okay. And how much it's not a bad game? It's not bad. Like, Can we say that? Are we yeah. allowed to say that? Okay. I mean, Mega64 already pioneered this path of, like, really liking that game. They liked it more than I did. Okay, but I, I, I wouldn't say it's really liking territory. <laughs> but... I know. It's like, it is a totally fine third-person action game. Like, it is, like, God of War to the extreme. But also just gross in a way that yep. nothing does. Like, it's just like, oh. there's just the Satan's dick is just there. Oh, okay. Let's not even talk about the actual stuff in the game. Let's talk about the marketing campaigns that pissed off every <laughs> religious person ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, or every literary, game? you know, diehard out there was just like, why are you making this? I am angry. That, that game was gross in so many ways, but the at the same time, level? it was it was totally competent. It was a totally competent, oh, yeah. Like beat 'em up hack and slash sort of God of War game, and it looked incredible at the time. Yeah, and it had some, some of those cutscenes so good. Novel stuff here and there. Like I, I didn't have a problem playing through that game. Like it is, it's fine. It is okay. Um, Tropical okay. Three people really like, but you know, eh. Ace Attorney, <laughs> My, Miles Edgeworth. I played a lot of that. Deadly Premonition. Deadly Premonition. February seventeenth. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was th- like, it was one of those weird games where it was just like sitting behind us on the wall of releases. And someone was like, what is that? And I looked at it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what this is. Huh. Yeah. And then Jim Sterling started freaking out about it. I went to Blockbuster and rented it. And I started freaking out about it. I bought it the next day from our store and then just started like evangelizing how great it was. Um, That was after I played Heavy Rain, though. So that came out the next week. People, that's still a high-profile game. People liked it at the time. Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, same time, arguably the better game because I still play that every now and then, and I don't play Heavy Rain ever. That was kind of a weird surprise too. Like it's just like someone else made a kart racing game and actually put some thought and effort into it, and it's actually really fun. And you're just like, oh, Mm -hmm. weird. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm just scrolling down. Ten. Mega Man 10 in the on in March, first thing of March for mm-hmm. me was huge because I like Mega Man games, but I know Battlefield Bad Company 2 got a lot of love. I so. I played I played that. I was a little disappointed compared to the first Bad Company. Sure? Yeah. I'm yeah. seeing Yakuza 3 here. Um I've heard that's good. Mhm. I meant to play that, but I haven't. Uh, Metro 2033. That's actually and God one. of War 3. Was that the same? Oh, wow. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind and of another big week. For me, Dragon Age Origins Awakening. Yeah. Because I love Dragon Age. I just love that game. Oh, shit. Origins. Just Cause 2 was February that year. Yeah, it that was. That game was on my top 10 list. I like that game quite a bit. And the multiplayer stuff just happened. And that's blowing yeah. minds all over again. That uh, game is great. It's really, really great. We were playing the multiplayer today. Three of us were just, four of us were just screwing around, like getting boats and then putting them in turbo mode. So they started flying in the air because physics wouldn't work anymore. 
mm-hmm. just like latching on to each other and shooting each other and like flying planes. It's a great experience multiplayer yeah. now. Uh, just to kind of expedite, like, I mean, seeing Monster Hunter try here, I mean, folks love that. Uh, GTA episodes yeah. from Liberty City, that's kind of just a collection of stuff that already came out, but that's some... Alan stuff. Wake. Al- yeah, I'm skipping down to May 18th. May 18th is kind of the day, because it is Alan Wake and Red Dead Redemption. Those are yeah. both games I played again last year. <laughs> so it's like 2010 has proved to be the year of games I'm like most ready to revisit. Like, again, yeah. it's just like, this is the year this generation really just clicked, and I'm still into those games, which is kind of kind of weird. Uh, Mario Galaxy 2 was, like, five days later. so Alpha Protocol. Pretty big. Alpha Protocol is, like, an interesting, interesting, problematic game. but Okay, sure. Like, I really, like, honestly, I was just listening to Idle Thumbs kind of talk about this. The dialogue system time limit... Mm in yeah. walking dead is because of alpha protocol so like okay. it's already had measurable impact on other stuff and that was a good idea i actually did yeah. like that game but that's because i turned it on to easy mode and didn't mess around with the combat like i was just told okay. ahead of time the combat's kind of janky don't worry about it and i was like okay so then i just had like a cool spy story and it, it was pretty fun but okay flawed so, but good what i didn't know then and i know now transformers war for cybertron in june yeah so people that were in the know knew but more importantly singularity that was a great game kind of the last thing that game the last thing raven got to do before they just became yet another (laughs) call of duty map pack team which really sucks because that game was really pretty like just old school gross like just like you were just fragging dudes and it's just like i forgot about this like where you just shoot a guy with a gun and he explodes like that's just gross and weird but kind of awesome like yeah it was like b movie bioshock like it was just having fun and didn't care and had dumb time travel logic but again it was it was a pretty solid game um limbo Is kind of the next one jumping out at me. I was going to say, can we talk about the Summer of Arcade that year and how decent it was? It was a pretty it was solid one. Good. Yeah. Yep. It was pretty um, good. I actually like Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light because it wasn't a Tomb Raider game. Like so it was an isometric was cool. dungeon thing, right? Like that was uh, people like yeah. it. I've heard it's it was fun good. co-op kind of stuff, but... it. I only played it co-op. Actually... I think that's the last game Aaron and I played to completion together. Cooperatively, okay. Yeah, so cooperatively. maybe revisiting that on the stream. Might be. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, Scott Pilgrim versus The World, the game, was great. I mean, great game. We, we played that as kind of a group. I, I mean, I was yeah. there. So you can you check were out there. YouTube exploits on that front. I mean, we obviously skipped over a huge one for The World. But for us, it kind of didn't matter. StarCraft 2. Oh, no, dude. I forgot that came out. I was stoked. I was in line at midnight. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I completely missed out on that. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Like, that was a huge game, (laughs) and that came out that year as well. Like, that's kind of nuts. But there it is. Um, Also, it's a very good game. Just, okay. One of the most important games of the year. Yeah. Kanan Lynch 2 Dog Days. I actually thought it was pretty fun. I'm not joking. I love that game. Like, I have it, like, I I had it on 360, traded it in yeah. and whatever, because I'd finished the campaign twice in a weekend. It's really short, but yeah. 
Next Steam sale, I will buy it because it is just gritty and gross. How much it's, is it right now? It's ten bucks right now, so I can I'm just buy it right now. Okay, I mean, it, like, it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like that game kind of bothered some people in terms of like the look they went for, like the shaky digital, like shaky cam stuff. Honestly, that made me sick because I played it okay. with um, a friend of mine, and we played like six hours of it. We did the campaign and then some other stuff, like achievement yeah. hunting. Yeah, and I felt pretty grody after it was bad. I mean, but, like that was a thing where Jim Sterling hated that game and mentioned that in his review, and I was just kind of like weird. Like I just didn't have that. Like he felt physically ill playing it, and that just didn't happen to me. I just had like a pretty good third-person shooter campaign. Like I just had a decent time. It is really okay. short, criminally so, but yeah, it's okay. I, I am not going to buy it right now because I don't want to fuck up the stream for connecting to Steam stuff. So okay. I'm not going to risk it because we're just about done. I can wait a little bit. I heard Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions was pretty decent for a Spider-Man game. I can't confirm or deny that. But I heard that too. But I mean, I want to I want to go to I guess it's August 8th cuz or September 8th, sorry. That's kind of two big ones. Amnesia the Dark Descent, which subsequently yeah. eventually kind of became like the most talked about modern horror game, it seems. Like people just love that thing. Even and, indie game, most talked about indie game for a while. There's a lot of yeah. people that loved it. Pew- it gave PewDiePie like a million subs, basically. Like that was his big breakthrough video, wasn't it? It like, was. Freaking out over Amnesia. So, in a way, kind of the worst game, maybe that happened on this list <laughs> you know like it kind of brought oh. about horror oh come on he's honestly not that bad i haven't even bothered really checking i bet it. i was just you know what i know bothered it's by like, his diablo video i know yeah. a lot of people get pissed off at him and i can see why because he's kind of irritating but mm-hmm. i bet in real life like if you were his friend i bet he'd be a really nice dude so i feel bad just like i don't know right he seems he seems affable at least okay so it's like we're allowed to go like chug a change and all that jokes but pewdiepie no nah, he's all right leave him alone it's okay no no that's PewDiePie's absolutely right. not it no it's, it's not that pewdiepie's all right leave him alone it's okay. just that saying that it brought on evils on the world calling him an evil is a little bit more harsh than making fun of somebody's <laughs> incredible wealth for what they do yeah now. <laughs> all right just just jealousy or something that's probably all it is um okay, i'm with you because as far as i'm concerned he yells at video games and it gets a crazy amount of people listening to him for some reason i don't yeah. understand it if you like him all the power to you you should be listening to us halo reach came out september 14th sorry i was gonna say plans for zombies as well but it's just the xbla release so it's not as big as i thought it was i thought that game came out that year you know what but yeah i was gonna i was gonna say that as well and then i saw yeah. xbla so i skipped it <laughs> so yeah but th- yeah. that's why i i already said september 8th was huge two big games and then i only said one so that wouldn't make okay. sense so i had to okay. say it but yeah halo reach that was assault that was bungie's last halo game it was good i liked it i mean i it had ups and downs for me. Like there were parts of the campaign I wasn't super into, but I thought it ended extremely well. Like the mm-hmm. last thing you do in that game was actually kind of awesome. Like after the credits, that whole thing finished the fight. Yeah, they they came up with some well, cool stuff. For you kind of start the fight. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Darksiders it's... came out two more times somehow in September. Yeah, this, this must be a mistake on this list. 
But <laughs> for people that cared about it, Dead Rising Two came out. I know that was huge for some people. I was really excited about it. It ended up kind of underwhelming me, but I did play through it, and okay. it was it was all right. We can't forget though that it was a shadow when when that came out. Yep, yep. The worst game ever made also came out, which is also an incredible thing to say for 2010. Quantum Theory is probably it it's probably the worst game I've ever played, and you can read about it on pixel-response.com. There is a full written review and a list of 10 reasons why I hate Quantum Theory on the site. Wow, okay. Written 24 hours after I beat the game on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> So people can't even give that? me. Well, people, because I was like, this sucks. I'm going to go up in difficulty. Maybe like the challenge will be a reason to motivate me or whatever. And yeah, it was. And like, maybe I'll feel triumphant at the end or something. So when I finished it, I was just like, well, at least now nobody can say, oh, well, you didn't beat it right. I beat it on the hardest difficulty. Go fuck like, yourself. It's like I beat it more than you. <laughs> no, it's terrible. And I am authoritative. That's almost like that's honestly one of the things where it's like I want to play like 30 more hours of the Castle Doctrine so I can say, no, it's not good. And I know because I played it, but I don't. Right. Yeah. I I don't know. I think this was when I was still just angry. So that that review might be seething in the wrong ways. Like I could probably write a more apt one now. But there was specific parts that if you play it on hard you just realize how broken the game is because it's not mechanically sound enough to let you pass those parts without basically glitching it to win. Yeah. So it is just a fucked game for fucked people and I hate it. And 2010 birthed the greatest spawn of evil ever. (laughs) Okay. But there were some good games too. Like there October was so 5th. many good games. Yeah. October 5th I'm looking at next because like I personally really, really liked Enslaved Odyssey to the West. That was a I great personally game. really, really like Castlevania Lords of Shadow. That's, that's a game I've been hearing good things about since it came out in 2010. Like it just came Yo. out on Steam like last year. Yeah. Yo, so, you know Dante's Inferno? I do. It's that, but with a better story. <laughs> Whoa, dude. I like Dante's Inferno. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's actually it's like 2010 was the year of a new God of War and also the best God of War clones. I just like, realized came out 20... the same year. I just realized 2010 was the year I wrote reviews because I okay. have a review on basically every game I liked from that year. And that includes Enslaved, like a full huge review on it on the site. OK, so that was there like the year I did stuff. So there there's that. That's. That was how games were covered back then in 2010. Like, look back. You know what? Yeah, kind of. Because that's when, like, Let's Plays were big a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not as big mm-hmm. as they are now. But, like, Quick Looks were also a thing. But video content for reviews and stuff wasn't really a thing. People still went to the written format. Yeah. A lot. That's when Giant Bomb even reviewed, like, written a lot. They don't Tons do that of stuff. anymore. I know, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, that was the year, though. There was just nonstop hits. Like, Kirby's Epic Yarn, that was a pretty sweet, like... I know, really like Sonic the Hedgehog 4. Nintendo Platform. Oh, okay, I skipped over it because I wasn't sure, but... Okay, cool. Episode 1. Episode 2 eventually came out in, like, 2012 or something, right? Right, but Episode 1 is kind of the start of the game, so it yeah. counts. 
Um, let me just uh, Fallout New Vegas. I thought was really really good. Oh, Medal of Honor was dog shit. Super Meat Boy was, I think, my game of that year. It was yeah, it was on my list for sure. Um, that was a like landmark indie game in a lot of ways. Uh, Red Dead Redemption also had good DLC. Undead Nightmare. Scroll, yep. scroll, scroll. Um, yeah, that was it. No, there's got to be something else. Oh, sorry, I skipped over DJ Hero 2, which I did really like. And it was also the end of that franchise and that <coughs> genre, pretty much. But yeah, that dumb D- like DJ Hero turntable got some more use. And I totally played that game. And it was actually really well made. It just kind of came too late or too early. I'm almost like it came like if all of that happened after the big kind of Skrillex dead mouse explosion, you know, yeah. would it yeah. have caught on more? Like, when everyone was just kind of joking around about dubstep, if there was a game that was just like, yo, we got dubstep, would it have actually sold some DLC packs and done okay? Because, like, Dead Mouse is in it, but they don't have, you know, nice sprites and all that junk. They didn't get that. So, who knows? Doesn't matter now, because that franchise is dead, but whatever. Uh, okay, this this one, again, not not personally for me, but Black Ops... That was a game that people now seem to look to as the last great Call of Duty game. No, I like I liked Black Ops when it came out for the way they told the story. I mean, at the end of the day, when you have a first person shooter, you gotta have either really solid mechanics and like great multiplayer, or you have to have a decent story and a way to tell it. Mm-hmm. Black Ops two had both. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's one that I've been like most curious about after the fact. Like I kind of stopped playing Call of Duty with Modern Warfare Two, but then there, the one that nags at me is like, no, dude, Black Ops actually was really clever. Like they did some cool stuff with the framing narrative and Zorks it's, in it. And it's like, not, oh, it's not great. Okay, but as far as a Call of Duty game has ever been, they tried something new. Like, that honestly seemed like the one where Treyarch was like, no, we're going to establish ourselves as, like, being good at doing this. And, and they, they like, did went it. went for it they, and actually they did it with something cool. So, uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. that's that's kind of a landmark game for them in a lot of ways. Oh, I mean, the next... Sorry. What? Star Wars Force Unleashed. <laughs> it's Force Unleashed 2, so I skipped Was it, it 2? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Def, I wanted to say Def Jam Rap Star was yeah. the only time I could unironically rap into a microphone, spit hot rhymes, and then drop it, and I would get scored on it. Yeah, we did play that a bit at your place one time. Um, it's kind of great. It's kind of fun. I do the have problem that is game they, as well. Those games all need a mode where it's like, this is the career mode, this is like solo whatever mode, and this is yo, I'm with a bunch of homies, we just want a fucking jam mode. <laughs> Unlock everything. Like, yeah. why am I having to unlock songs and, like, sing T.I. parts in that T.I. and Rihanna song, that Live Your Life? Hey, 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 hey. Do you remember <laughs> singing that? Was that you and me and John? Or was that just you and me? I'd, I mainly remember singing, like, because it was an exclusive to the PS3 version, was uh, Stronger, the Daft Punk, Kanye I remember West you game. doing that. I, yeah. Okay, you were, you knew Ron, right? Well, yeah. Chinese Chinese Ron? Yeah, 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 it was him and I that did Ti. <laughs> Ti and Rihanna. Okay, so yeah. okay, fun times are had with Def Jam Rap Star. Timeless classic, 2010, keeps rolling. Biggest uh, release of the year. Yeah. No. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, Hot Pursuit Creed. was great. Hot Pursuit was great. 
that that was uh i don't care about assassin's creed i'm sorry i know i don't personally either that game kind of bummed me out but that was like a much liked assassin's creed game brotherhood so i thought i'd mention it pac-man championship edition dx though awesome it's great absolutely great like they just released it again essentially with just a little bit more stuff and i want to buy it again like i I have it two times already and i want to buy it a third time that's how good it is okay um there's where some are weird... we on this list? Okay, what? I see where I'm just seeing where we are in this list. Splatterhouse yep. for the people, the cult hit that was huge for them because okay. it was the first time somebody has taken the Splatterhouse franchise and did something with it in like a hundred years or something. Like <laughs> when I don't remember when the original Splatterhouse games even came out. It was seriously before. It was like when we were born. This and it 2010, they did something with it again. That's yeah. pretty big for those people that loved it. I heard it was kind of fun. Like, it's like a third person action game. Again, much in the same yeah. vein as we've talked about several times with uh, yep. Dark D- Dante's Inferno. Dark Inferno, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and Castlevania. But yeah, if you want to cut up dudes, that game lets you do that. Um, yep. I guess it's getting a little light once you get to December. I mean, there was some high profile stuff like Gran Turismo 5 actually came out. Which was okay, I guess. Tra- that was huge. Are you kidding? They pushed it back so much. I know, the they pushed it back a lot. Is- so it was kind of like a sigh of relief when it finally came out. I don't know how good it was, but it came Epic out. Epic Mickey had like the biggest push to be like the marketing Big push thing. to convince people that it was good. And then it just wasn't, so people didn't care, rightfully right. so. But yeah, that right. was kind of uh, Golden Sun Dark Dawn came out. I'm like again a loved franchise that eventually finally got another sequel. People uh, say that's a great one though. Really wow, good. Wow, Cataclysm. That was that big. was huge for yeah. people that were into World of Warcraft. That took the like the old model of um, the last two expansions before that, where we're adding a new continent sort of thing. Like oh, we discovered it now or something like that. This yeah. was like, nah, fuck that. You know all this shit you grew up loving? We're tearing it the fuck apart. Mm-hmm. You're just like, whoa. Okay, so they rebuilt the entire world, basically. Yeah. That is huge. That was a huge undertaking. It wasn't great, but at the time, big. Really, Earth really shattering. Big. Just big. Literally. I know. Literally. It shattered yeah. that whole place and changed it. Um, Infinity Blade ended up being kind of cool. That was from Chair. That was an iOS game. Uh, it's basically yep. punch out with swords. Um, like it's get, it's like the last weeks of the well of the whole year, so it's going to get a little light. But honestly, like that year still ended on kind of a weird high note for me because like I was way into the first episode of Back to the Future of the game. It ended up being like the only one I played. Okay, but it was just like yeah, stoking up that nostalgia. I love that. I Back thought you were gonna say, oh man, I loved Rascals. I actually played more Rascals than you would think. I actually liked I, it. I didn't. I thought that the game was The racing mode specifically, I was like, okay. this works for me. For some reason, okay. this is like a well-thought-out multiplayer thing. That was Half Brick, the people who did uh, Fruit yep. Ninja and eventually Jetpack Joyride. Um, yep. I mean, yeah, not like a landmark thing in any way, but it was like an okay XBLA game, and that was like the last three days of 2010. So, cool. But yeah, oh, man. I don't know. What? Do you want to... I brought up my top ten games of that year. Do you want to quickly hear them? Okay. Okay. Number ten, Heavy Rain. What? 
It was on my list. Oh, it's your okay. tenth game though. Tenth game on the list. Okay, dude. Yeah. I thought I thought it was like number one game <laughs> this year. Fuck no. Mass Effect. Okay. No. Number nine was God of War three. Yeah. Number eight was Singularity. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Scott Pilgrim versus the World the Game. Number six, Halo Reach. Okay. Number five, Bayonetta. Number four, Super Meat Boy. Number three, Red Dead Redemption. Number two, StarCraft Two. And the game of the year was Mass Effect Two. Okay. Um I have my list actually in front of me now. We mentioned oh, every game on my list except Game Dev Story, which wouldn't have been listed there because it was like a weird iOS thing, but I got into a huge Game Dev Story like hole for like, t- t- three weeks or something. I, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I played it again actually like a week or two ago, and I still like it. It just is not well tuned to the new iOS stuff. Like it is mm-hmm. not updated effectively but i still find that game really charming what's that game dev tycoon or something on steam i've been looking at that but it honestly just looks like the same thing with less charm so i'm kind of great okay i don't need it Um, give me your list here we go okay number 10 pac-man championship pac-man championship edition dx nice good choice (laughs) okay first sense here because whoever allocated the achievements on this list is pure evil and should be fired there you go. Why is this wow. a problem on the list? I was so mad because it was like I unlocked all these achievements in like an hour and I want to keep playing it. What's wrong with you? So I okay. kind of stand that. Um, Just Cause 2, number 9. Nice. Uh, Super yeah. Meat Boy, number 8. So a little lower than I remembered, but okay. okay. Uh, Singularity, number 7. A little higher than I remembered. Wait, is sing- do we have Singularity in the same spot? Oh, are I- we both at number 7? I got to just quickly check. I had closed it, but it's open again here. Lucky number seven. Uh, That's the seventh best game. Mine's number eight. Okay. But right around the same so, area. We're there. Yeah. Uh, game Dev Story was my number six. Okay. Um, Limbo was number five. I played it a yeah, bunch of okay. times. I, I just kept you, going through it. You I did all these that game. You yeah, were no. full in. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, Fall at New Vegas was number four. Okay. I, I actually got way into that one. Fallout 3 didn't pull me the same way this one did. This was my like big Bethesda thing for a while. Um, okay. Aspect 2 was number 3. Okay. So I really liked it, but it didn't quite get there. Oh, may have ranked higher if I had played it more recently. Still putting that, pu- still putting off that Insanity playthrough. I eventually did do that. Um, number 2 yeah. was Red Dead Redemption. Okay. And number 1 was Deadly Premonition. By several miles, this game is far and away the most mind-bending, weird, out-of-left-field game I played this year. So there you go. Because of this game, I watched all of Twin Peaks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so 2010, look back. That is our, you know... I'm, I'm officially crowning that game as, like, that is the year of this generation. That was the year it all came together, and the best stuff just kept happening. And it was awesome. So... If you disagree, you're wrong, but you can write us and explain why. Um, yeah. But don't. We'll probably not answer it. We probably will, wrong. actually. We yeah, will. we will. I think of course we, will, we will, like, grouchily. We'll be just like, this this guy, look at what he's saying. He's saying that Too Human was like, what? Who would say that? So Too weird. Human no. is great. It's not as good as those games, though. Come on. It's not. It's not Too Human, man. Two Human gets a bad rap for being unoriginal, kind of clunky, and garbage. But 
I will say it had enough in there that I played the full one hour and a half campaign. It's so, that short? No, it's not that short. I just was trying to make it sound really bad. Okay. Describing it. Okay. Um, it's actually not that bad. What is bad is every time you die, and it happens a lot on the harder difficulties and later on in the game, is that there is about a 45-second cutscene of an angel taking you up to heaven sort of thing every single time. Mm. Oh yeah, the animation being way too long. It's yeah, kind of, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Valkyrie taking you to Valhalla, fucking terrible. Every single fucking time. Yeah, yeah. I can't I mean, remember how long it actually was. I think I clocked it at at least thirty seconds, which is That's just infuriating crazy. when you just want to go again. Like, it's yeah. just like, why the fuck is this here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't I know. Mean, We've been kicking that idea around for Game Dudes one day, maybe. So I know. It it's a game I'm like, I like that developer a lot, and they just kind of imploded really fantastically after that game. So it's just kind of like, we should look at this. Like, this was a noteworthy thing yeah. that, like, honestly, the one thing I keep, like, thinking back to was apparently it started going down the direction that Arkham's combo system did before Arkham. Okay. You know? Yeah, like where you're kind of like juggling between dudes. It's just they didn't it have did. the slick animation, so you just kind of awkwardly slide from dude to dude. Right? Yeah, like yeah. you were on weird like rocket blades. <laughs> it's really weird. It's yeah. really funny though, because when there's a bunch of dudes that you're literally just jumping around the whole screen, it's yeah. hilarious. It is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. It's great. But I I heard you could juggle a lot of combatants really effortlessly oh. and that's kind of oh, sweet yeah. it's just it doesn't look as slick so it didn't get that kind of recognition but yeah 2010 just there it goes so th- thanks for joining us on uh, pixel response we're just kind of looking back for some reason at the best year in games of modern well, times because because of darksiders right oh uh, yeah that's, that's what really what it. kicked it off it was just like this was one of the this is a great game and this wasn't even one of my favorite games of that year so how crazy must that year have been and then i was just kind of thinking back so right there you go. exactly so if go you ever wanted to know some... what we thought about games in 2010 you heard it here first in 2014 <laughs> on the pixel response podcast Timely content.